Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Kill Podcast. I am your host, Alex Keel. Alongside me, the insider of the insiders, Tyler Keel. You should have something witty to say, or, you know, funny, or something kind of just dumb and out of the blue, or something just extravagantly pathetic, but I have nothing right now. I got, I have nothing. You got nothing. This is literally the end of Hungry August, and I have nothing. Well, that's something kind of get angry about, but like, I, I d- we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Okay, we were gonna do the ch- we we're gonna do NHL twenty ratings. However, ESPN or ESPN, EA Sports, I caught myself. Don't worry. EA Sports is deciding to do it one day at a time instead of release them all at once. And you know what? From a social media marketing standpoint, good. Keep everyone attention. Keep them clicking on the site, clicking on the Twitter, clicking on the Facebook. But by God, just get it out already. It's not going to be out until... Actually, no, they would be out by Friday. I think. If at this rate, they'd be done by Friday. Problem is, we're, we wouldn't have a show by then. No. Or Friday or Saturday, whatever it be. But Saturday, you're busy. I'm going to be watching football all day. Yeah, Saturday I will be busy doing stuff. Um, Friday I kind of in the afternoon. No bueno. So yeah. So yeah. I don't know. The weather's nicer. How's how's the weather where you're at? How's the weather where all of you that are listening to us? Where how is it? How is your weather doing? Oh, for Pete's sake! Tell us how the weather is in your area by using the hashtag the Kill Podcast and tweet us at the Kill Podcast. And Alex. Since football season's starting up, but NFL is right around the corner, and college football's already kind of started, you should check out the Downtown Sports Network. Yeah. Go on there and get all of your good information of college, NFL, all the good stuff, all your fixings. A lot of teams need to be filled up, but there's still a lot of good football talk going on around there. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Sports ball. Yeah. 100th season of the NFL. Sports ball. Yeah. Don't care. It's a bummer that I wanted to go to one of the Northview games this year just to get a Wildcat again. Why? To get a Wildcat, man. So you're going to spend... Yes, five bucks to get in. No, seven. It's seven now? Jeez. Yep. Seven, seven bucks to get Stupid in. Stupid okay conference. Shouldn't say that, so I'm trying to do... Actually, no. Well... It helps with the funding. Helps with the fund... Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, I forgot how much Wildcats were. They weren't ridiculously expensive, just... Probably like two fifty. Still the best burger in the OK conference. I don't care what anyone yeah, says. So, Wildcat spend, Grill. You're spending nine fifty for a burger. So you'd pay anywhere else? Not true. No. Yeah. I, no. Okay. I'm not talking McDonald's. I'm talking like you go to a restaurant. You have to pay for your pops or your beers. Then you have to get the burger, which is about nine fifty. Then you have to tip your server. Alex, you go to a high school football game, you pay $9.50 for a burger. Wildcat, which is a double cheeseburger with Thousand Island dressing lettuce, is a wonderful combination. I don't care what anyone says. True. And then you get a nice free performance from the high school, from the marching band. Yeah. Are they? Oh, they're that bad now? It's not the fact that they're bad. It's just the fact that I don't care anymore. You don't care anymore because you're not there anymore. Exactly. And you're mad because you guys choked her last year. No, we didn't choke. Oh, no, you choked her junior year. That's when it was. Yeah. That was the fifth place finish, right? Yes, because we had a crappy show yeah, design, and the theme just sucked. That was the racing one, wasn't it? Yes. Gosh! What was Greg thinking? That wasn't Greg's show. That was Don't someone else's. Mark? No. No. Who's? I'm not going to talk about Who that. from the Boosters jumped in there and thought it had been a good idea? Boosters have no say in that. Ruby Wright. Was it not Ruby? Not Ruby Wright. Um, 
sophomore year, the one where you would have won except you hit the boom tower. We would have won. What what show was that? That was Rosie the Riveter. Riveter, yes. We can do it. Yes, that was that sorry, marching band talk here. I my bro- talking about marching band. My Dav- brother Davenport University. Oh first yeah, you're time start- ever. You're finally marching. A, f- a full sh- a full first sh- song. Is, and are they is, letting you is, march is, on the field? Un- yes. Oh my gosh. No, they are. So we during half times will be on the field. You're going to be we, on the field during the games. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But we can't practice on the field. Because- Ladies and gentlemen, the peanut gallery is here tonight. We should. Yeah. And just as I say that, Alex, they they leave. Yeah. The, they they well, they're upstairs making food, so they'll be. Yeah. Down well, here. I mean, Katie's got you know she's got some practice tonight, so she's just trying to get something to eat some, before she has talking to go. About practice. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a three-hour practice, and then she's coming back over here and. I would like to know. Obviously, hockey is not really associated with marching band, but I guess if there's some college hockey fans out there, what? So if there's like big band people, like marching band or pep band, I don't say fans because, but people that admire no, they're fans that they're admire fans. it. No, they're fans. Right. Well, fan. Me, well, the let's, der- put, let's put it this way: band. The, the the definition of fan derives from the term fanatic. Yes. People that are fanatic of marching bands. So they're fans. Yes. They're marching band fans. I would say, I, I'm Alex, a fan of drum corps. As someone, I'm a fan of certain bands and stuff, so I'm a fan. As someone who, like me, sat right next to the Michigan Pep Band at one game at Joe's Arena many years ago and went to the GLI this past year, who do you think was better, the Michigan or Michigan Tech hockey pep bands? Are you talking about the Michigan alumni pet band no, no, or the, I'm, I'm the Michigan pet band? The Michigan, the one we were, remember, Alex, we were right next to. The one Correct. I, I, I understand. Michigan and Michigan State, Chris Summers, boy, Chris Summers was on that team. Captain Chris Summers at that point. <sighs> Beating up the who, Spartans. Who is a better, the question, the question being, who has the better pep band? It's, it's, in a, it's a mixture mm. of musicianship and... I don't want to say a show, but like a display and, you know, what kind I of, would say, you know, who is mesmerizing to watch? Who would you rather be around? Because tech was just fun. Tech is what happens when you mix beer and music. Which is why they win, in my, in my personal opinion. Because they're just, they, they have a party. Michigan Pet Band is, yes, hail, hail to the victory. Yes. But Michigan Tech Band's like, all right, everyone, show up in your black and yellow PJs. And let's play some music loud. Yeah. You have to remember. It gets cold up there. The University of Michigan. Don't say say it's an honored institution because we're going to have a bunch of tech people. No, 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 that's that's not it. They're going to put on their snowshoes and come down after us. That's not it. For sure, it's snowing up there right now. The University of Michigan has a very well developed music program. Yes. And, you know, musical arts program. Did you ever go to. The drumline practices with that? I don't, I don't remember if you did. No, I did not. Ah, uh, no, not to my recollection. And you never at came. Least. You, but so you never came with us. That's right. That being said, the people that perform in those bands, so pep band and then the marching band, those are people that are studying to be music teachers, music performance stuff like that. That blah, is blah, their blah. thing. It's not like they just do marching band on the side. Well, some do. Some some do. Some, some just do it because they love marching band. They probably did in high school, something like that. But moving off of that, Michigan Tech has less of that. They're they're a technical institution. They have there, there's not a music program. I 
they I think they have a sort of marching band for their they have football a marching game, band for their football game. So they have they have a marching band. They don't play in a dome, do they? No, that you're thinking of Northern. Northern plays in a dome. Northern plays in dome. Michigan, Tech, Tech should. Not. Tech does not. Tech should. That being said, the reason why I would say Michigan Tech is a far better pet band, and I, and I mean far better, is because the point of the pet band is to bring audience it, engagement. It, exactly, audience engagement and bringing an atmosphere that is enjoyable alongside the game. What do you mean? We have all the chance in Michigan and Yosai's Arena. Yes. Yes, you have the chance, but do you have the band that invokes chance? They, they do. They do. M- Michigan does. It's just when we went there, you could tell they were having more fun, it seemed like. Michigan's band does too, but you could tell it was, I guess, more genuine, more pure. As best right. And, and, and I will to, say and this, to, though, to their credit, oh, the, I, th- I would say that it would be a closer call if the, at both, the GLI it wasn't both. it wasn't well, Michigan Tech's pet band don't versus for, the university alumni band, which was filled with a bunch of old people. For the record, Michigan football had their bowl game down south the day before. So yeah, the, what are you gonna do? Keep the B team back there? Like, all right, you guys, we have a GLI, so you guys have to. You guys can't come down to where I don't know where they were at Florida last year, Texas. I don't know, but. The funny thing, I will say this though, shot at the Nashville, I love Smashville, love hot chicken, love the crowd there, it's great, it's like a college atmosphere. You stole the chance from us! The Civ 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 chance, all your fault chance. Are you kidding me? I was like, oh, it's so cool, it's so passionate. From us? Who are you talking about? I'm going to work at the University of Michigan, and then I'll say us. No. Yes. Those cheers did not originate from the University of Michigan. But, Those have lasted for a while. But where did Nashville get it from? It wasn't natural. It's like, hey, guys, I got an idea for a chant. No, it's like, hey, guys, that other team that wears blue and yellowish looking colors up north does this thing. We should do it, too. Or however they okay. sell it. How are they selling the Southern Twins? Even if Nashville got that idea from the University of Michigan, oh, sif, 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 it's all your fault. What? It's all how, your fault. What's all your fault? How much time is left? However, Michigan does not say thanks, Paul. Then again, because their PA guy changes Actually, I don't know who the PA guy is. But I'd love to go to a game, but I work. But there's numerous people and numerous teams that do that chant. And it's not like, okay, you're stealing it from somebody. No, it's you take an idea and then you apply it somewhere. That's like saying the stereotypical, like, let's go insert color here is, oh, you stole it from the University of Michigan. Oh, you stole it from this. Uh, You know, that was not original. I know that. Let's go cats. Let's go you. Let's go red. Let's go blue. Does it matter? That tune is not Michigan's tune. I'm not going to say that. But you can you unless you can prove that. Is is Michigan originated? I beg to differ. I'm getting in there. I'm going to prove it. I'm going to prove it wrong. I understand that. What's it? Copying is the most sincere form of flattery? Uh, imitation. Imitation is, is the most, most sincere, sincere form, form of, of flattery. flattery. So you're right. University of Michigan. has been doing it right for 100 years. Sure. Actually, I don't know how long the program's been around. Smell it. She brought bread down. And the smelled. bread fermented. It smells like beer. Why does it the... molded. No, it's not moldy. It's not moldy. It's fermented. It's fermented beer-smelling bread. Smell it. Kelly brought yeah, beer. I ate br- it. She brought, it's fine. She brought bread down to us. I said she brought beer down it's for us. It's going to mold. I can dream about that, but that ain't going to happen. 
But it's going to mold, yes. That that, is, that's how it works. That's why it's at the end of the loaf. Great. We should eat it today. Oh, we should make some hot, you know, remember those hot sandwiches you used to make? The, you take hot the sambacho? No, not hot sambacho. You, uh, the, you get a piece of toast, you put like a steak or a chicken and you throw front, you throw mashed potatoes and gravy on top of it. And that's that's a no it. for me, dog. Dude, that sounds so good right now. That does not sound good. I you know it yeah. does sound good. What? Talking about some hockey. Oh, yeah. I probably some should NHL that. hockey. I was going to get in the fact that I had just straight green chili. Got to make sure that we keep our reputation up here. Downtown Sports Network wants to make sure that we are giving you the best quality product as far as NHL goes, as I say, than just bumbling over myself. Well, I'm just saying, we're going to talk about NHL stuff eventually, but I'm just saying, if you're going to grab green chili stew, make sure there's actually green chili stew and not just green chilies, because that's what I had for lunch today. Good job. It was green chilies and frijoles. Kelly's not going to be too happy about that. Good job. <laughs> Thank you very much. I mean, it's not a bad meal, but... It's not a bad meal. However, don't forget, she's staying over and... Our, yeah. Yeah, we get it. And for holidays for you non-Spanish speakers is beans. Yes. Lots of beans. What do beans do, folks? Yes. That's all I need to say. Because if I say it, then I start bleeping again, and I don't want to do that. So, let's move on into some NHL news. Uh, Tyler, this is this is a little bit more your pace. Um, My the, pace. This this is nice this this first topic is pace. well this this first topic is kind of more up your alley. So Nick Kiprios, uh, for those of you that don't know, he's a very well respected uh, sports analyst, very res- well respected hockey by, analyst, respected in the industry, not by many fans according to Twitter. <laughs> Apparently, um, he as well as. None other than Doug McLean. Former Columbus Blue Jacket that passed up on drafting on to Kopitar Doug McLean. Are sure leaving uh, Sportsnet. Yeah. What? You want to you talk about that, Ty? Yeah, so this would have been this morning. and I Not was, Ron McLean, by the way. Not Ron McLean. Oh, dear Lord. We, they, trust me, they almost shied away from that once, and that went really well. <laughs> I love George Strombo to death. but So I'm just scrolling through my phone, you know. I think I had a quick little break at work, check my phone, and I see people retweeting stuff in Chris Johns. Listen, when you see other insiders start retweeting stuff, something happened. Something happened, especially at this time of year. Right. You don't see Elliot Freeman retweeting the NHL 20 rankings or, I mean, they may retweet Brooke Henderson doing well at the golf tournaments. She's a really good player. But unless she, like she, had an, she didn't actually win anything. But the point is, is that something's got to be up. And then I saw... Nick Kiprios tweet is retweet and said, Nick Kiprios, a message from me. And I'm like, Oh no, he's going to the athletic. No, that's not the case. Kipper, Kipper's not a writer. Kipper is not a writer. That's why I knew right away that something was up. And so Kiprios tweets out, I'm just going to quick read it here. After much quote, after much consideration, Sportsnet and I have decided to part ways. I am proud to have been part of our growth since we launched in October of 1998 and thankful we, they took a chance on me so long ago. I'm truly grateful to have had 21 years of a post-playing career from covering Sid's Golden Golden Vancouver to a Saturday night seat on Hockey Night in Canada. I could not have asked for more. Most of all, I would like to offer a sincere thank you to the hockey fans. Simply put, hockey is nothing without you. I have felt your passion since day one. My family and I are excited for the projects and adventures that will occupy the next phase of our lives until we meet again kipper so that's what he tweets but then alex two hours later douglas mclean takes to the twitter mr doug mclean former coach of the florida panthers that somehow made it to the stanley cup finals in one year he didn't have to go into like one of those note things he just tweeted it out 
After covering the greatest game in the world for the past 10 years, I won't be returning to Sportsnet. Thanks to all hockey fans for your great support to my colleagues, especially Real Kipper, Nick Kiprios, at Real Kipper. Thanks for the help and friendships. Hashtag PEI, hashtag Florida, hashtag golf, hashtag book, quote, end quote. So he does not know to do hashtags either because he didn't put spaces in between each hashtag, so it's just hashtag, like, not regular text. Yeah. Because he's, he's Doug McLean. Those were two hours apart. So my question is, well, first of all, the 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 most Twitter thing happened, of course. Right. Half people are like, oh my gosh, you know, these guys were good, insightful, and you know, thank you so much, blah blah blah. And like that stinks that you guys leave, and the other half is, ha, we're losing the goofballs, we're losing the biased analysts, we're losing these hoes heads. And I'm like, okay, so these guys are clearly not trying to make belief fans that are tweeting this stuff out. First of all, Kipper, I was very skeptical about Kipper early on when starting to follow the Leafs and watching Canadian programming, Canadian sports programming. Because, listen, he was very opinionated because he was a guy that was a fighter. And I didn't think he had any merit. He was just talking about old-time hockey. Okay. And he became much more than that. He became a legitimate insider. How good of an insider, Alex? He got on the second intermission of Hockey Night in Canada, what was formerly known as Hot Stuff, now as Saturday Headlines. It is literally the, in terms, except for hockey and Coach's Corner, I mean, yes, it's obviously a big part of the night because it is Hockey Night in Canada. But in terms of, like, actual information, headlines in the secondary mission is probably the most must-see product each and every week. Now, granted, the Hockey way Night it, in Canada is just a must-see product, but the, the fact that he was a part of that broadcast. Yes. I mean, that was – I mean, when we first started following the Leafs, it was Pierre Lebron, Kelly Rudy, and Glenn Healy, which I still laugh at. And, of course, P.J. Stock was there. Because they were just having guys that were on there that played the game. But now they have Elliot Friedman on there, Chris Johnson, and Nick Kiprios. And let's be honest. Chris Johnson and Elliot Friedman are two of the best. And Kipper is part of that. Doug McLean is a good analyst. He is a hockey guy. He is an old hockey man, a hockey mind, whatever. Whatever you want to call him. I love him whenever he's on Hockey Central at noon because he tells you old stories or whatever. And he gives his opinion. Yeah, there are sometimes you want to punch your radio or your phone, whatever you're listening to on. But... Some, he makes sometimes good, legitimate points. But the fact of the matter is, why it's so peculiar, why I want to talk about this here today, Alex, is because why at the same time, and of course Doug McLean giving a shout-out to Mr. Kiprier, Kiprios. Well, this that's is how, the peculiar part. This is how I see it. Was, was contract signing today? It, it's possible. You're right, Alex. Rogers is trying to buy the Leafs. However, the Leafs can't pay for it because they can't even pay Marner. That's why, right? <sighs> How does this affect Marner and the Leafs, Alex? One, or two, one of two things happened. I'm I'm hearing pay, I'm I'm feeling pay cut. It it could have been that. What? Okay. If it was just Nick Kiprios leaving, I think. Maybe he's just, you know, maybe he wants to, you know, take a break from the game. Maybe he wants to, I like, also try can something see the doing. I can see the the difference, the the mindset difference, because Kiprios always seemed like he knew. I don't say he knew he knew everything, but he was out. He was always out there. And professional indifference, that could be a thing. And so that could have been one. Th- that's why I think Kiprios would have been left. Now, Doug McClain leaving, there had to be, like, some form of production, a meeting with management, that obviously grew kind of sour, realizing, hey, we don't... That's why I'm thinking it's a it's a pay cut. It's a salary thing. I don't think it was necessarily a salary thing. I was pop, It's more than likely a... 
uh, an, an, an opportunity kind of thing. Because with, so, how well, do I put this? Nick Kiprios, Doug McLean, they've been doing this for a bit now. Obviously, 10 plus years in both counts. It's very easy for them to maybe get a little bit, I don't know how you put it, uh, a little bit too comfortable in their situation. Maybe they want to try to go do something different. Maybe maybe they want to possibly try a different project. Because obviously they've been able to do stuff well, for a while and be respected as hockey men. So maybe, maybe they go on and do uh, a podcast for The Athletic, something like that. I, who knows? Maybe there's an opportunity for themselves somewhere else. Maybe there's a different market that they were approached with. Because think about it. The people from The Athletic are poached from places. That's just how it works. Well, no, they're not poached. Okay, who's running the athletic for hockey? James Myrtle. James Myrtle is not poached. Okay, he, where did James Myrtle work before then? Buddy, working in a newspaper nowadays doesn't work. You can't work in the newspaper. Pierre Lebrun, TSN's Pierre Lebrun, writes for the athletic. Senior writer for the athletic, yep. but he still works for TSN. You can do both. There's clearly something ongoing, and and I trust me when I say this, folks. This industry that we're in is one of the most cutthroat relentless, unforgiving industries there is. There is no broadcaster's union. There is no journalist's union. There is, you have a job. Or you don't. Or you don't. It is the it is the hardest to get into. It's hardest to succeed in, excuse me. And it is the hardest to stay in. Good job, Ty. You picked a winner. I picked a great business to get into. I could work retail the rest of my life, Alex. Why? Because nobody will fire me. Because that's just how dumb it is. Broadcasting and journalism is so hard because guess what? You can get the top job, but in order to stay there, you have to either really stand out, or pardon me, you don't have to stand out. You have to make the company you're working for a lot of money. And if you're not, if they see an opportunity somewhere else, guess what? They'll dump you to the curb without any consideration. Now, obviously the big PR play here is that they are mutually agreed upon. So right. what? So maybe Sportsnet did offer them. That's why I said it could, be, it could have been a money issue. It could have been just a programming thing. Maybe they just wanted to get new faces in there. And obviously, Doug McClain and Nick Kiprios, I don't think, need to make anything. They don't need to. Kipper, I think, more than Doug, because Doug had coached for so many years. He had so many people backing him anyways, played. Kipper got knocked unconscious during his playing days. He needed to find a job. So he found, found being an analyst. It was a little rough there for a few years, but he earned his, he earned his stripes and became one of the best in the country, best in the best in North America, if you ask me. I'll be honest with you, Nick Kip Oh my gosh, if no. There's no way. What? I just thought about this. What? Has anyone heard anything from Jeremy Roenick or Mike Millibury recently? Uh not too much. You're not thinking what I'm thinking, are you? You thinking ESPN's poaching them? No, the deal's not up till this year, Alex. Oh my gosh. You think ESPN's poaching them? You think ESPN's going to make That was my option B. You think, e well, I was thinking they go to NBC Sports, but you think ESPN's really gearing up for an actual run at this? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Can you me? look up the deal one more time, Alex, the NBC yeah, NHL I'll deal, just to make sure that if it's the end of this season, because guess what? If it's the end of this season, that means that the supposed lockout would be perfect for the changeover, which means it'd give it back to ESPN. After the two lockouts, it'd be great. But this is a substantial move if they're both going to if if someone's actually i don't say poaching them but giving them a better opportunity if espn is out there giving money now don't forget alex 
ESPN, it would be so unlike them because they're so used to just firing people at the end of the season because we have no more hockey to talk about. It's over. What about you got the draft? No, it's over. There's no hockey. We're cutting everybody, firing everyone. Everyone's laid off. Go away. How the heck Greg Wyshynski saw the job there, I don't know. Alex? The current contract, as it stays right now with the National Hockey League and NBC, goes... National Broadcasting Company? Corporation. Uh... Corporation. Doesn't say on there? Okay. Hold on. Doesn't matter. Just go. It should be NBC. What does NBC stand for? Got me to look that up? NBC. NBC. What does NBC stand for? NBC stands for... Corporation. Corporation. Okay. Anyways. Sorry. So, National Broadcasting Corporation, NHL, uh, runs until 2021. So, after... After next season. I don't... Because I don't think a lockout would be a full year. Correct. So on wood when I say it's, that. it's possible that this they, they either are going to NBC. ESPN is gearing up like ESPN's going for it. ESPN is gearing up like the Seattle expansion team. We're getting everyone now so we can get ready for this, dude. The first game on NHL on ESPN, the return of ESPN on NH, or NHL on ESPN, the return is going to have the Seattle expansion team play against the Vegas Golden Knights, prime time with analysts with. I don't know who would be the head guy. Probably Steve Levy. But then Doug McClain and Nick Kiprios. And 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 Barry Melrose because... Why not? Because you need people. You need people and things. And I don't think you could get rid of them because Melrose has been there since what? When did he get fired by L.A.? That's probably the bigger question. Well, I think he's, he's been there since then, right? I mean... Okay, I'm just looking at who could go there. Who could go possibly back? So 2003-2004, these are some of the uh, personalities, if you will. That Gary are. Thorne's making a comeback! Gary Thorne was one, one of them. Bill Clement. No, he's gone. He's Barry Melrose, Darren Pang. Darren Pang won't, probably won't make it. I think, well, he's, I, he's, I'm sure he's Dave got a decent Dave Strader job. was he's, another one. Rest in peace, Dave Strader. Yeah, he, the, obviously, can't. Um, Ray Ferraro was another one. Eddie Olchek. Ray Ferraro's... Well, Ray Ferraro... Okay, if it... Alex, if it works out like NBC works with TSN, because remember how TSN doesn't do the playoffs anymore since Rodgers monopolized the Correct. NHL coverage, that he could go to ESPN for the playoffs. Same as Craig Cuthbert. He could. And Gordon Miller. I'm trying to think of any other in between the glass guys. Um, but, so... It's possible... It's possible that ESPN is trying to take things, a run at it. Are things this bad at Sportsnet, though, that they can't pay two of their top guys? I don't think it's necessarily a pay thing. It might be. It might just come down to... Professional the, differences. Yeah, I mean... You, you hope so, Sportsnet, because... Sportsnet probably wants to maybe get some different faces in there. Well, I want to see... Well, if Doug McClain's actually going to write a book, I'm going to skip ahead to this chapter. Yeah. Because I am curious. Because in books, guess what? It's free reign. Exactly. You can yeah, you can, especially you can. when you have nothing. When you don't I mean, play. you have to answer to the, the people that want to talk to you, but well, no, it's like the people that are publishing it, whatever. Obviously, yes, but when you're at the no, no, no I mean like people that read the book and they're like, "Hey, you wrote about me. I didn't agree to this." Okay. I mean, I know. Uh, they may do the whole. We're just going to call this guy Scott or something like that. We're yeah. going to give him a different name or. As as John Scott, I can't say with John Scott. Remember oh, what Mike Emmerich? That'd be a good one. Well, Doc Emmerich would need a job after NBC doesn't get the coverage anymore. What's he gonna do? Go back to New Jersey? Yeah, 
I couldn't even tell you who New Jersey's guy is anymore. Mickey Redman will go on there. Mickey Redman was not on ESPN. Really? Yeah, he was. He was a color commentator. Well, no, Mickey Redman is, he's down, trust me, he doesn't make travel trips. He goes to Chicago, Toronto, and Montreal. That's it. Those are his trips. I think Nashville. Uh, but I, who knows what's going on with them. It could be one thing, could be another. Um, kind of moving towards the actual on-ice product. So, or off-ice. Well, in, in this case, off-ice. So, uh, Cam Ward, he is officially retiring from the game of hockey. No, 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 but no. No, he's signing, Alex. No. Yes. He's retiring. No, he's signing a contract, Alex. He signed a contract, and now he's retiring. He signed a contract with Carolina just so he can retire a hurricane. Correct. Cam Ward retiring after numerous seasons playing for the Hurricanes and then a couple short no. stints here and there. No, with one by, with Chicago. And I'm by, I'm, I'm by that, I mean one. What, he did the whole, I'm going to try to play somewhere else because I still got a left, lot of hockey in me and then realize I have no hockey left in me. Get okay. me out of here. Okay, Bruder. Exactly. Except Mario didn't sign a one-day contract. He signed front office job with St. Louis. He did. And now uh, he's back with New Jersey. But yeah, Cam Ward signing a day contract. One day. Man. Could you imagine if he played, if he was the starter for that Hurricanes team? Because it was him and Gerber that split. Everyone always forgets that Martin Gerber started the playoffs for the Hurricanes. They went down 2-0 to Montreal and said, maybe we should put Cam Ward in that, guys. And guess how well? They almost went down 2-0, excuse me, to Montreal. But then Cam Ward came in. And decided he was going to be Con Smythe Trophy winner. Yeah, and he played played amazing. I couldn't. It's funny. I just watched. I think last week the Rock'em Sock'em from the 0506 season. Sure. And watching him in the playoffs, first of all, you realize how young he was then, and how old he is now. But he was just he stole games and he made ridiculous saves. It it's it. Happens to every single goalie. You have goalies that are just hot and, you know, they can't do any wrong and that's when they get the big contracts. And then a little bit later down the line, it, they just run out of gas. They just... You never really got any big contracts. They just kept them around because really it was a cheap option and they really couldn't attract any other goaltenders. They weren't developing... Right. Any, they weren't developing any goaltenders. That's why I took a, that big run at Scott Darling. Right. Well, well, that worked out. But I think, you know, it's a... It's a kind of cool thing being able to retire as, as a hurricane. But the, the same, same way token, Mike Madonna did it, the same way Daniel Alfredson did it. Yeah. It's stupid though. The way, Personally, I think it's stupid. The way Roy it's Hall, cool. the way Roy Halliday did it. Rest yeah. in peace, Roy. It's it's cool, yes, but it's stupid. Well, what are you gonna do? Well, it's 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 the honor it's like retiring for the team that gave you the shot and all that stuff. Yeah, It'd be like if Ivan Rodriguez yeah. Retired, but he signed a deal with the Texas Rangers. I don't. Yeah, I couldn't well, even tell you. I couldn't even tell you where he ended. I think he ended in Washington. And uh, kind of going off this a little bit with a little bit of more, more, even more, even more off ice stuff. How about no? How about no? 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 Off, the off, no ice, off no, ice stuff? No, with the off ice stuff, Alex. No, with well, everything's off ice right now. But I'm talking with the no singing. If I can't sing, you can't sing. But I can sing. Yes, no. I can. No, you can't sing at all. 
yeah, that, an octave there. Yeah. Just drop that you one. You did not drop an octave. I it, dropped an octave. You changed. You went from falsetto to non-falsetto. You went to your... Can we move on from music already? Good, we can stop here. Joe, come here. Hey, buddy. Come here, Joe. We gotta take a quick break here, guys, because we have Joe. He's our, he's our little cousin. He's our cousin, Joe. Say hi, Joe. Hi. How Who's old are you, Joe? Two. You're two years, two years old? I can't. I... <laughs> don't, don't blow into the microphone. <laughs> what, what do you have, Joe? Um, candy. You, you got, got some candy. candy. What, what kind of candy is it? Chocolate. Chocolate candy? Ooh, I like chocolate. Me too. You too? Yeah. Okay. What Joe, what what kind of what sport do you like, Joe? Um, what are you wearing? Hockey. Hockey? You like hockey? Yeah. What's yeah. your favorite hockey team? Um, is it is it the Red Wings? Red Wings. Bug. Oh, there's a bug on the screen. There's oh, a bug on a the bug. laptop. Okay, here, here's a better question for you, Joe. Huh? What's your favorite show? Dinosaurs. You, you like watching dinosaurs? Dinosaurs? Yeah. What's your next favorite show? Um, Super Wings. Super, is that the, uh, the trucks? No. Say it again. Trucks. trucks. You like trucks? He likes, I think it's the monster. Is that the monster trucks one? Super Wings. Do you like Paw Patrol? Yeah. He likes Paw Patrol. Who, who's your favorite on Paw Patrol? Is it Chase, Rubble? Rubble. You like Rubble? Rubble. He likes Rubble. Do you like Sky? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's crunchy. You got you got a crunchy chocolate. I bet it has peanuts in there. Is it peanuts? No, it just looks like regular chocolate. Did Nana give that to you? Mm-hmm. Nana gives you candy? That's this this crunchy. is by far the most listened part of the show ever. It's crunchy, he says. Crunchy. Mm-hmm. Crunchy? Mm-hmm. You gonna have some milk with that maybe to wash it down? Yeah. Yeah. What's your? Do you like chocolate milk? Yeah. Yeah, you do. You like anything all chocolate, gone. don't you? Oh, all it's gone. all gone. Oh, you got some on your fingers. You gotta lick them up. Um. um no. My hands. You're oh, you're gonna your wash your hands. Okay, you go back okay. upstairs. All right, thank you, Joe. Say bye. bye. He says bye. Oh, uh, best, best, best that's break best, of the show. That's our best interview ever. That's my best interview I've ever done. Yeah. Yep, we're keeping that one. That one's going to stay in. Um, that one's going on a mantle. Right. Um, <laughs> okay, so if anyone remembers, if you ever hear any crying during our old episodes... It was it, that kid. It was him. He, <laughs> he, was, just, he too, was throwing a fit. He was throwing a fit. Terrible twos. Terrible twos. However, he's our terrible... Well, he's not our terrible two, but he's... He's, he's family. He's family. Um, and you t- don't choose family, you, you love them, no matter what. Right, and talking about... Situa- he is a Wings fan, though, but working on it. Well, he, he comes from a Wings household. Hey, He's in Michigan. It, hey, it's everyone expected. remembers my Instagram video of him watching the game. He was all into it. And he jumping. likes sports. That You could you could give him golf, and he'd be like, whoa, nice hit. Eh, I don't think he could sit there and watch golf long. He can watch tennis. He likes watching tennis. And that- he, a kid's a natural baseball player. He, he does have a swing. And he's a lefty. Oh, okay, he hits left hand. He no. He throws right-handed. He hits no, left He's hand. a switch hitter. He's got to switch his hands, though. we got to teach him how to switch his hands. Yeah, that is true. He, it's funny. He hits the ball off a tee, holding it like a lefty, hitting it right. So he hits it backhanded almost. But then when you throw it to him, he hits left-handed. True. It's weird. We can, we can work on that. Oh, he's coming back? Oh, he's coming back for a second part of the interview, and he's got part more candy. Part two with, with Jose Celso. 
No chocolate, just on his face. No, he doesn't have any chocolate in his hand. Oh, he's got more. He stole some more. Oh, big jump off the stairs. He's down. <laughs> nope, Joe's coming back down. Joe's for coming back interview. for another interview. Ugh, more chocolate. More chocolate. You like more chocolate, don't you? Yeah. So, my question, Joe, what hand are you? Which hand do you shoot with when you play hockey? Left or right? Left or right. No, no, no. Which one? Hockey. <laughs> hockey. <laughs> he shoots hockey. That's what he shoots. He shoots hockey. Well, when you grab a stick, you shoot with your left hand, right? Oh, hockey. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And he's done. And he's Part done. Part two interview. Great, great interview from, no. from Joe. Nope, oh, he's going he's gonna, oh, no, he's he's to come sit with me. He's, oh, he's sitting over the other side. So now I get to do the hard stuff interviews. Like, oh, man, that's a different view. Mm, hockey. Hockey. Yep, we're talking about hockey. Do you like when they check? Yeah. You yeah. like checks? Mm-hmm. You like when they you like when they hit each other? Like, Do you like it when they fight? 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 No, not, gonna, no, we're, gonna, no, no, we're not, not, we're not fight. fighting. Can, we're not. Hey, Joe, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you say hi, everyone? Hi, one. Say hi. Yeah, that's Joe. He's, what is this? That's an earplug. Okay, he's grabbing stuff off the desk. That's another earplug. <laughs> it looks like a it looks like a carrot. But anyway, uh, no. Joe. But but Joe Joe is a a great fan of here uh, on on the on the on the on the on the hockey's and the, the Keel podcast. He does not know what he's doing right now. You hey, understand that, Joe, right? Joe, do one more favor for me, and then you're gonna go upstairs. Okay. Okay. Can you say T K P? P O P. No, <laughs> T K P. Say T K I. No, T K P. P I P. He's working on it, guys. He he knows the letters. He does. He does know the letters. He's just working hard. Say He's bye, trying. everyone. Bye, everyone. Oh. All right, no upstairs. Oh, he kept his earplug. Bye, Joe. He's going up there. <laughs> He's going away. Best interview on the show ever. Eat your heart. Far today. better than Thomas Biondo. No. Far better. Oh, boy. Tommy can shove it. <laughs> I'm going to call Thomas right now. We're going to get him on the show. Thomas, I'm working right now. Thomas, you got to talk to me. Why? What's so important? Alex says you're the worst interviewer we've ever had. He's like, you're probably right. And then you hang up the phone. Yeah, that, that is That'd true. That'd be Thomas. Oh, uh, I miss The it. nice wow. part about getting an apartment is that now Thomas doesn't have to get a hotel every single time he comes out here. That's fair. I'm saving that boy some money. Ma- boy. I, he's like, boy. He's like 10 years older than me. Yeah. Bo- <laughs> yeah, that boy has no hair. He has hair, just not on his head. That is true. He has got hair. He's got According a, to him, everywhere else. He's got a face head. Information that he disclosed to me in confidence and unfortunately is out on the airwaves. So, sorry, Thomas. Talking about things that are unfortunate, uh, Matt Hunwick is expected to miss the season. Um, this is due to a neck condition. Tyler. It didn't really. Uh, Jason Botterell released the statement right before we went live. And that's pretty much what he said. He's not going to come back. He's probably going to miss the year. So they're not, they're expecting to miss the season. They're not saying for sure, but obviously if it's hard to say, cause if Buffalo is doing well, they don't need him. But if they're not doing well, why would you bring a guy that's injured? So, right. And especially with, you know, stuff that have to, has to do with your back and your neck, you, you can't play with that. And, 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 and when I say, I mean, play, I mean, you don't mess around with it. You cannot. You can't skip the system. You can't try to turbocharge your recovery because if you Especially do, at his age too, right? He's not a young little whippersnapper. People have tried to do this for years and years Sidney and years. Sidney Crosby, well, not Sidney Crosby. You know, you know, 
uh, Adam Copeland of wrestling and stuff like that. You can't mess around with neck injuries. You can't mess around with back injuries because they will come up and they will hurt you. They it you'd be doing far more damage than good. So Matt Hunwick missing one season, that's fine. He'll be okay. And, and you know what? If he doesn't, it's better to get. If out. he doesn't come back, he he's played the game for a while. He's but, played on some. He's played on some good teams. He's played on some great teams. And it's getting out. Under, you're able to walk out, walk away from the game. Right. It's. And it's I not, mean, and I mean literally walk away. Yeah, and some people don't get that liberty. But if if he does come back though, he can come back better than ever or at Healthier. least you know or trying to come back, you know, at the same kind of pace and put up as many points as he can to just show, "Hey, I still got it. I can miss a season with a neck injury and still come back and beat your butts." Is this is this how we're going to transition into Andrew Luck? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Luck was a completely different situation. That was Matt, Matt Hunwick is is more than anything physical. Andrew Luck is it's yeah, it it's completely it's mental. It's one hundred percent. It was mental. an emotional mental thing. And okay, for the record, everyone's hating on the Colts fans for booing him. They should hold on. The reason why they booed him was because they didn't know. You don't. That's the part. That's why I love reading players. No, they're booing him because they don't get their quarterback anymore. Because they think he's a wimp. What people, why I like listen, why I like reading players tribune articles and I like hearing player pieces because you get to hear player side of things. We don't get to see what goes on behind the scenes. We don't know what Andrew Luck's been doing. He's been trying to rehab. Can you imagine trying to rehab Alex for three years? And how uh, painful that is and how mentally draining that is to try to simply come back to do a, to play a sport that you were one of the best at. I I can only imagine. I mean, well, he wasn't the best. Well, he was one. He could have been. A, he could. And this, he was. A, that's the worst part is he's going to be one of those quarterbacks. that you are going to look at and say he could have been great there. It's funny that you mentioned this. I had a conversation with a few of the people on my last day of work this season for the Whitecaps. And one of the things that people talked about, because it was kind of, Around the Andrew Luck time is was like, well, do you think he'll just be remembered as the guy that played after Peyton? No, is no, is, is, well, he, is he is he that guy? It's hard. To or say is, because is is he, It's hard to say because you can make the joke. Well, he didn't play. The hard part is he had so much potential. Right, and he was one of those few college quarterbacks that was going to turn it into an NFL career. I think in today's game. He, he will go down in history, you know, if he if he never plays the game again. Because I mean, I've, people can come out of retirement. Yes, but if if it's retirement and that's it, all the better for him. He'll be remembered in in my personal you know opinion, being someone who is a casual NFL fan. He'll be remembered as a quarterback who was a phenomenal athlete you know, put up as many points as he, as he possibly could when he was on the field and had to leave the game because that was what was best for him. Pat LaFontaine. It, exactly. That's literally one. That's the first player that I can ever think of in the NHL that comes to mind. Extremely talented player. Rick Jenner loved calling, Jenner loved calling his goals concussions. Except the difference between Pat LaFontaine and Andrew Luck is Pat LaFontaine dragged it on for way too long. And thankfully he's able to get out of it and he's able to get out of it alive. But it's the way the game is. And that's why, like, when I sell and boo it, I'm like, at first, yes, you have every right to be mad. 
You have every right to be mad that your quarterback, who just came back from injury, is supposed to be your leader of your team, and he's leaving because, oh, he got bumped. He could have re-aggravated the injury, but if you try to come back from something for three years, you don't want to. It's, it's mentally draining. There's a reason why I gave up playing hockey. I didn't want to go through another year of just training to hopefully go to a pro tryout and do it again. It's mentally and physically draining. Thankfully, I had broadcasting and all this here to actually go after because, I mean, I don't know what I'd be doing right now if I wasn't doing this. But the point is, it's like, it's a lot to come back. Now, granted, yes, Andrew Luck was an NFL quarterback. He was making millions of dollars. I was yeah. not making anything. The point is, though, it takes a lot on your body, a lot on your mind to try to consistently try to come back. It just takes time. E- just even that, the, the time dedication of... Hey, do you want to hang out this week? Or, hey, do you want to go, you know, we're going on the boat. We're going to go have some fun, you know, listen to some music and just relax. Sorry, I'm training. Training for what? And then the, the Training to have a chance to come back. Yeah, ha- training to have a chance to try to do the thing that I love more than anything. Well, here's the thing. Well, what happens, it, what, what happens if you train and then it, it's, for, it's for nothing? Well, I, I I have to try. Now, let's not kid ourselves here. Andrew Luck was still getting paid. Well, he was let's still not, getting paid. Let's not kid ourselves here, It was here, still guys. getting paid, and, and the Indianapolis Colts doing one of the most respectable things in this situation, not, you know, re, re, reclaiming their $28 million. Right. They because because they, they had that clause. They could have been able to do that and just say, hey, you owe us $28 you know, million dollars because you're retiring before your contract's up. Now, granted, I don't know what's going to happen from here for the Colts. I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest NFL insider. I just know that Tom Brady's coming back. Pay attention to other shows on the Downtown Sports Network for that. Downtown Patriots. Downtown Bengals as well. I think we have a downtown Colts, don't we? I, yes. And there's a big downtown Rams. That's a big one. Rams, you know, the team that lost to the Tom Brady in Super Bowl. And on that note, we we are kicked off Downtown Sports Network. No, but... (laughs) Yeah, it, injuries, this is not 1975, injuries are taken seriously nowadays. Correct. Which is good. It's just, it's just how except, it is. Except in the playoffs, where it just becomes, ah, he's injured, but he wants to play, so put him out there. Right. That, what do you mean he's got a torn ACL? Oh, he wants to play still? Ah, Hyman, you're still on the first line. Exactly. 25 minutes a night. Sure. But injuries are very much so... They're taken very seriously, and they are something that needs to be kept, you know, in the back of our minds. Yes. That being said, one thing that's kind of being pushed back a little bit, Patrick Maroon. Patrick Maroon's kind of being pushed back to the 900,000 mark, playing for the Tampa Bay Lightning now. Yeah. Former, no, no just... Last year, Stanley Cup champion. Stanley Cup champion, Patrick Maroon. I'm not going to get into the part that he's a Stanley Cup champion because, yes, I've said on the show before. Hold on. St- guy's a Stanley Cup champion, played huge minutes in the entire playoffs, and A, you're not going to keep him, and B... Only 900k? You couldn't give him one million dollars. Well, you here's my, here's my thing. So I I did some research before the show, of course. Okay. St. Louis right now has just under two million dollars in cap space, which would have covered the 900,000 for Patrick Maroon, 
And I'm just making sure I get this contract right. Easily the clause or a contract to cover Ivan Barbashev, who is also an RFA. Now, I don't know how much Barbashev's going to be getting paid. But I think it could cover $1 million. I think $1 million would be fine for a player like Barbashev. That's just me. I'm going to quick check his stat line here to make sure he wouldn't be getting paid over a million. Uh, he had okay. 20, 26 points last year and only his first full season in the league. So not really worth more than a million dollars, if no. you ask me. So my point is, is that he'd if, be getting a 900 If Patrick Maroon, now, by the way, since I got rid of Adam Ernie, yes, Tampa Bay Lightning is in the clear with Braden Point. I think if it, because I believe Tampa, Tampa is at, yes, 8.476, so eight, $8.5 million. Yeah, they, they have the space now. If Braden Point's willing to play ball. That is true. It also comes down back to how many RFAs want to, or how many RFAs, how many UFAs want to, no, there's only well, Braden Point's the only one, the only one that's left. Obviously, next year will be a little different with. Well, it's, he's not the only RFA that's still left out there. Well, I mean, only about, one on the Tampa Bay list, right? Obviously, yes, everyone's waiting for Marner. And do we want to get into that? It was kind of last not week's right news. now. No, I mean it's more or less like everyone's waiting on it, and like there's a lot of players out there that are saying this is weird that everyone's waiting this long. But they're waiting on Marner, as is Braden Point. But obviously, Tampa Bay is kind of like, why are we waiting? We don't have anything. If he gets 10, Braden's going to want 9.5. We don't have 9.5. We're going to have to trade Maroon. <laughs> it's going to be great. You know but, what they're going to trade him to? For to, the Blues. Same Louis. Just do it. Just, just sign him and then trade him. And we just took care of the paperwork for you. It's all right. Yeah, we just, there you go. And we'll retain half. 450 grand for Patrick Maroon. Steal. No, the... The kicker was, I said, if Patrick Maroon is such a hometown guy, unless like his wife approved going to Florida, it's the only thing I can think of. What the funny part was was that I tweeted something like that out, saying, "Oh my gosh, so, so much, you know, so much for a hometown guy." Someone said there was one. I said hashtag bolts, of course. He said he signed with the bolts, and a couple people retweeted it. And one person they said, "Well, you guys didn't sign him or didn't want him." Hello. Leafs fan here. We don't want Maroon. Obviously, person didn't do their... Clearly. Well, it was. it's funny. It was a person in a, that had their picture was a Ryan Reeves Vegas sweater. So I was like, where are, where are you in this conversation? Are you even relevant? This is what happened, and I'll tell you why. St. Louis didn't want to pay for him. Why? Because he's dead weight. They got their cup. He got... Okay, listen. They uh, got their cup. Now they want to bring in skill. They're like, hey, we're they, a Stanley Cup team. They didn't really sign come to anyone. Our ge- come to our team. I'm trying to look at who they signed out. What's their cap space right now? Tampa or St. Louis? St. Louis. 1.97. 1.97. How many contracts do they have to take care of next year? After this coming, so the lockout year? Yeah, so after this season. So this season's already taken care of. I'm trying to look, Alex. What's next year? I don't think they signed anybody. They did extend Sammy Blaze. They did not sign anybody new. That is correct. No, they didn't. There is not a single new player on this team. Yep. Now, yeah. Now, 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 now. No, excuse me. Well, they did re-sign Jordan Bennington, but they didn't. You're right. They didn't sign. They didn't sign anyone new. So they got one point nine seven. And that would have to be split between Barbashev and Maroon. Correct. So that, on top of, who are they getting at the deadline? Well, you can't get anyone unless you're going to dump a contract. They're going to get Patrick Maroon back, that's for sure. They're going to get him for a playoff run because they knew damn well that he was not going to be worth anything during the regular season. 
So next. they'll so they'll get him at the deadline. And it'll be like, oh, Patrick Maroon's back. Yay, St. Louis boy. Next year will be interesting because Jay Bomeister will probably retire after this year. He's making 3.25 right now. Joel Edmondson's contract, his one-year deal will end. Alex Petrangelo will be a UFA after next season. Braden Shen at 5.125 will also be a UFA. And then they have Fabry, Sammy Blaze, and Brother Rice's own Mackenzie McEachern will be, will be RFAs. Brother with, Rice. With Brother Rice, man. The boy had 97 points in a high school season. That's not fair. They That's not fair. killed everyone. He was drafted out of high school. In Minnesota and Massachusetts, that can happen from time to time because you know, we have Shattuck, St. Mary's players, all that stuff. Not in Michigan. That's not fair. He was a dominant player. And he went to state because he was a good player at Michigan State. Had to work his way up through Chicago to get to St. Louis, but he's not like an NHL player caliber player no no but i'm just like i guess and i understand if you're at only two million dollars and you want to sign barbashev you got to have some room because obviously you don't have a cap penalty for a year that let's be honest and i would always said this last year i don't think st louis would be good again if jordan bennington can play well but i don't see them cut back to back guys i don't see them back to back cups well then again nobody ever thought that they were going to want to stay in the cup last year i picked them to finish second in the central I was darn close. Okay, but trust as me, but as, you were, me, as Chris, you were watching Christmas, the season, I was regretting that. As, as you're watching the season, though, you were like, "Crap!" The first half, yes, and the second half, I'm like, "See, now it's not Jake Allen in that, but see." Yeah, but I, money. I know it's an issue, and I'm just like, "Ah, money's an issue," and this just goes back to, "Hey." Do you want to be a competitive team? What are you willing to give up? They didn't really do much this offseason as far as signing people, sending people away. It will be interesting, Patrick Maroon was one of those people. They were like, let's just trim the fat. It will be interesting, though. No pun intended, because Patty Maroon's a little bit of a chunker. Bennington and Allen will be up at the same time. UFAs. That is correct. Jake Allen. Who's playing for their jobs, boys? Jake Allen will not be there. No slap shots, boys. Jake Allen will be a member of the Chicago Blackhawks, if anything. Why? Because Leonard will sign with someone for long term somewhere, not with Chicago. Well, and they they'll have never get rid of Corey Crawford. They have a spot to fill. They will never get rid of Corey Crawford. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they made something happen at the deadline. Not for a goaltender. They have Robin Leonard. They have Leonard and Crawford. You have two starting goaltenders on your team. One gets hurt every. Five months. The other one is Leonard. Yeah. So you give Crawford to be the backup for Bennington. And then Stan Sh- Bowman will not trade him. I don't think this, this is not a make or break year for Chicago. No, but it's a year where they can finally step up because you but they can step look up at their roster tie. That's what I'm saying. They don't need it's they do not need to make a move, is what I'm trying to say. Now, granted, Stan Bowman make make a depth move, but a backup goaltender. Yeah. That's not a movie make of the deadline. It's possible if you can go deep in if if they stand well in this in the the central division, I think they can really also, push. St. Louis will not make a move in the central division. Knowing that they'll probably have to play Chicago in the playoffs. Three way deals are a thing, man. But what I'm saying is that they won't make that move to send Crawford Allen goes or Crawford, Crawford goes to the Jets, then Ends up in St. Louis somehow. That's another trade to the Central. It wouldn't happen. It, 
It's Maybe. very unlikely. Alex, don't forget. Mike Kaufman was not supposed to go to Florida. No, you're Doug right. Doug Wilson took little gullible Pierre Dorian and showed him the door and kicked his butt and got five draft picks out of it. You're not wrong. And I forgot who the other player was in the deal. But Doug Wilson won that three-way deal. He not did. a three-way deal, but the, the bounce back to get Hoffman to Florida. Now, talking about the Western Conference. And the Central Division. And the Central Div- Division, to be more specific. Okay, this is sort of breaking news. But it's not breaking news. It's more or less something we saw literally while right, we were... As we were getting set to do the show. We were hitting the, the record show. button, and then I saw this tweet. Alex, would you like to read the tweet and who it's from? Yes, so this is from Altitude Sports. So for those of you that don't know, it's... It's the 92, super... 92.5 FM Altitude Sports Radio. This is also the same company that pays the Colorado Avalanche broadcasters to do super biased commentary for the home games and way games for the Colorado Avalanche TV. Absolutely. So it's I'm co- talking it's, it's SEC level. SEC level. Anyways, yes. It's it's Colorado. Yeah, that's what this it's called. Is, altitude. This, this is Colorado's thing, you know. It, the, the, altitude. Their their logo is a mountain. Um so obviously they not only do they do Avalanche stuff, but they also do like the Denver Nuggets. Um, Denver Pioneers hockey, I think. Denver, I, I want to say they do Pioneer hockey. They also they probably co- like the big games like Colorado College, and them. they also cover the Rockies. Um, yep, partially. Uh, obviously, they have to work within MLB's um, certain bylaws and stuff like that. And for some reason, there's a massive like network boasting right now. Like Directv doesn't get NBC, and pe- like networks that are net. Network companies that own channels that you get like for satellite or cable are trying to take them away to try to like get money paid by other companies or whatever. And this is how it is affecting altitude. Right. So, um, so, so for those of you that don't really pay attention to this kind of stuff, the, the three big ones are, are Comcast, which owns NBC, Dish, and DirecTV. Those are those. AT&T. DirecTV, AT&T, yeah. Yeah, those those are your, your your three main ones. It's like Disney and who owns CBS? Uh, Turner Broadcasting, I think. Still, maybe something like CBS? that. And then Fox is owned by someone else as well. So I'm saying it's like channels that are owned by bigger companies. Right. So these these platforms, I guess, they are potentially going to be dropping, you know, altitude altitudes broadcasting. So well, it'll be dropped by Dish. Right, it would be, no, be all of them, all three. All three. Wow, Dish, Comcast, and DirecTV. Dish, wow. Comcast, and DirecTV. That, that's why they made this post. Um, the, the actual post itself reads, uh, word for word, Altitude TV is at risk of being dropped by at Dish Answers, so Dish TV, at Comcast Cares, so Comcast, and at DirecTV, AT&T DirecTV. That means you'll miss at Avalanche Captain, at Gabriel Landeskog, 92, at Nuggets All Star at Bemore twenty seven Jamal Murray yeah that that's who he was and their title runs this year uh, uh not finished reach out and tell them hashtag in all don't, ca- in all caps in all caps don't block my altitude don't mess with my discount Gary <laughs> <laughs> so their title runs yeah no their Title runs. Yeah, and and funny enough, I tweeted it. Our show, oh, okay. our show, 
I, I, I meet, meet you. You run the the Twitter. Well, account. I I took it out. Michael, like, oh, I was the first Twitter I had. I'm like, I have to comment on this because I'm an idiot, and I just went out and said it. And I was like, I was like, there. I put quotes. Their title runs with a question mark. And Altitude Sports was kind enough to take time out of their day to respond with what's what's that get the meme gif or whatever the of the, the like the rap battle. Psych. That's the wrong number. Yeah, that one. And that's what they responded with. Like, like, yeah, we said it. Or like, you know what we said or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you read that right. Yeah, you read that right. I'm like, I did? Yeah, sure. Alex, you're more basketball. Are the Nuggets a good basketball team? They're not great. They're, they, so they're, they're like they're, the they're, Memphis Grizzlies. I would... Orlando put, Magic? I would put them more in the tier of... Utah, Washington Bulls. Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. Alex, don't forget. Utah I only, Jazz. I only pay attention to teams the Raptors play and kay. the Warriors and the Lakers. So now the Clippers because Kawhi. But um, okay. So teams that Toronto plays. Orlando. Detroit. Hey. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're nine thousand seats in a twenty thousand seat stadium. Is that how bad it is? Not Detroit gets a lot of attendance. From who? The people there. The wings sell more than the Pistons do. Oh, yeah. I mean, just because. But, no, the Pistons hey. get good attendance. So you're telling me that the Avalanche, who really don't have a... unless Moving like, forward. No. The <laughs> Avalanche why? can shove it. What? No, it's not the Avalanche. It's no, altitude. No, no, uh, excuse me. Altitude Sports Radio Altitude can Sports shove in it. general can shove it. Everything about them is stupid. They're clearly you could tell. Yes, we're from Michigan. I can say that's kind of funny, but clearly you can tell that marijuana is legal there. And this is from too much fat check. And this is from a page that is an official page. It, 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 oh, what does, do they have the check? Actually, mark? I got this. Do they have the check mark? They do not have a check mark. Okay, so they are not an official page. I'm getting on this. You want to know why? Because they this. don't have a website. I don't think. At least I believe they do. No, they might. Um. But this is this is a page that has ninety six hundred and ten followers. Yeah, I would believe maybe like Detroit radio more than this. But moving forward, I got come this, on, Alex, I got this. They have too much time on their hands. Don't block my app. Don't altitude. block my the kill pie. So I, Alex, I got a, the best response I can do for this. Because you know how there's a lot of people that are, a lot of. A lot are of, you getting into a Twitter war tie? Kind of. Oh boy. I I I'm gonna tweet here. Make sure. Read it word for word well, for the folks. Because you know how people that not there's not exactly a social media. There are social media managers, but they have like interns and other people helping out with uh, stuff. Dude, social media managers get paid a lot. I'm just saying that's why I'm gonna tweet out and say which intern is running the social media today. Oh God. Reply. Here we go. Whoa, we're getting blocked now, boys. Let's get those rally towels out. We've been blocked. Hashtag we've been blocked. Woo! All right, Alex, I have a new goal for the show. Get blocked by everyone. Ty, you should have responded with, yeah, tell me that when you don't get a lottery pick. You mean when you do get a lottery pick? Two lottery picks. Oh, my gosh. Hey! (laughs) Oh, boy, but guys, McKinnon's MCL, gone. Grubauer can't be a starter. That sucks because they don't have a backup right now. Whoopsie! Jamal Murray doesn't play half the season. Nope. Hello, lottery picks. 
It'll be the first time in the history of major sports that two teams in the same city have the first overall pick. Ever. In all the four major sports. Be the first time ever. Sure. Congratulations, Denver and Altitude Sports Radio. Yeah, you know you know how you were like, that was oh, just I, wanna, I wanna go visit Jenna again. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed in Colorado anymore. I'll be allowed, why? Because I mean, well, I don't know. They wouldn't stop me. I'd go there and just knock on the door and be like I and they'll be like, Who are you? Who's a social media intern today? And then they'll be like, hey, get a security. Get after him. Attack. <laughs> you guys want some butts? Wee, woo, wee, woo, wee, woo. Because that's the sound they're making. Because let's be honest, they're all half-baked anyways. Yeah. Oh, hey, you did good <laughs> with the finger snap. snap. I did a little snap. A little thing. finger. Just... Yeah, that thing, yeah. Anyways. Sorry, that for some reason, like we had to talk about that because... A, I thought it was funny that someone actually really thinks that Colorado, the Avalanche, have a shot at winning the Stanley Cup. Unless the thing happens like last year where all the top teams get knocked out in the first round. Here's the thing. If the only way that's happening is if, they go to is if every single team in the NHL burns to death. No. No. I don't think so. Okay. How about Washington, uh, Toronto, Tampa, Boston... Uh, the Islanders, the okay, Devil. Listen. If the Carolina Hurricanes, no offense, Alex, can get to the conference final, you take that back. Colorado, can no. this, Colorado can win the Stanley Cup. No. I'm just saying it's very unlikely. No. I'm saying it's unlikely. Crap, now you're going to cheer for Colorado now because I put him as a shot. No, I'm, I'm not going to cheer for Colorado. I stand by this I'm, I stand by this show. You stand by the show? Yeah, this is a Twitter war. I'll, 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 I'll log We're back man. in. We're I'll gonna, get the app back on my phone. You need me on that wall. <laughs> You need me there. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You're damn right I did. Name that movie. No. Name that play. Get it right. Didn't they make that into a movie? Yeah, they made the play into a movie. I'm trying. I'm, I, was, I was trying to be hipsterish where I'm saying like, oh, yeah, it's it. It's like saying, oh, Rocky or Picture Show. I love that movie. It was a play. It was a theater performance first. Theater. Theater. Tim Curry was starring both. Yeah. Little trivia for you folks. Um, talking about things that are trivial. Is that a good segue for that one? I'm not sure. We're gonna write it out. Yeah, let's go with it. Things that are trivial. You didn't see that. Co- you didn't. Oh, you what? Said it, I'm like, you said it. I'm like, is that a good segue? But I don't know. We'll write it out. Oh, because of segue. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm actually kind of bummed. You, you. I don't know if you ignored it or you just weren't paying attention. I'm. I'm kind of. I sad. didn't catch it. I'm kind of sad. I. I didn't catch it, Ty. I. I apologize. It's just. You know, yeah, I, I'm just dis- I'm not mad, Alex. I'm disappointed. You know who else is disappointed? Who? Leon Dreisaitl. Ooh, there you go. So Leon Dreisaitl bringing in overpaid some, center slash winger of the Edmonton Oilers, bringing in some even more drama to yeah, the Edmonton Oilers. Around, the fly that's coming around right now is really annoying me. He's he's getting he's just around the table. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Maybe if you cleaned up around here more, he we, wouldn't be around here. Do we have that bug zapper? Not here, I don't think. Ah. Um, so Leon Dreisaitl adding some uh, extra, 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 read, read all, all about, about it, it. Um, <laughs> drama to the Edmonton Oilers locker room on top of the Connor McDavid. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that in here in a second. Uh, s- he had some words talking about, uh, you know, Mr. Pugliarvi, you know, Jesse Pugliarvi, who, well, who signed a contract uh, in Finland uh, yesterday. 
Yes. So, well, okay. For the record, all this new stuff about players, quotes, and all that stuff is because the BioSteel camp, BioSteel Pro camp, is going yep. on in Toronto right now. It's a big camp. A lot of good players go to a lot of good players. They go to it from all teams, get some kind of training a little bit, get some back in their shape before they go diving into training camp, trying to muck and grind with a bunch of rookies. Have the, It's mainly the top players in the league and Malcolm Subban. But this is where this quote came from. And actually, a couple other points we're going to get to later on. Yep. So um, he, when I say he, Jesse Pooley, he, he signed a one-year deal with Finland's uh, Ulan Karpat, uh, this is included in an NHL opt-out clause until December first. Um, so the twenty-year-old, twenty-one-year-old, 21 and his agent Mark Leto um, had previously stated his desire for a fresh start away from the Oilers uh, this summer. So obviously, not wanting necessarily to be in the Oilers locker room with the guy who said this, Leon Drysidel stating. Uh, to reporters in Toronto Wednesday saying, yeah, you obviously want guys to pan out and want guys to help you on your team. But again, it doesn't seem like he he doesn't want to be on our team as of right now. Maybe that changes. But again, we have people that are paid a lot of money to make those decisions. End quote. Leon Dreisaitl has paid a lot of money to make a decision like that. Yes, you're right, Alex. This being uh, the day after, obviously, Pugliarvi signing the contract, Dreisaitl, uh obviously has, you know, some solid ground to talk on, you know, seeing that he got 50 goals, 105 points, um, and in, in 82 games as of last year, so, I mean, 50 goals, that's pretty darn good. 105 points, that's also pretty darn good. And, and it also also comes down to who is he playing with? Playing with Connor McDavid, you're going to score a lot of points. You're going to get a lot of goals. Man, silky. He's got the mitts to, you know, take it to the pits. Are we talking about McDavid? Or are we talking about Drysidel? Because Drysidel literally is just a kickback for. No, no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking about Drysidel. Drysidel last year. Okay, I mean, he, had, he did put up 50 goals. He put up 50 goals, 105 points in 82 games, and he, oh my goodness. <laughs> Altitude Sports Radio coming back with the... Altitude Sports Radio coming back with the Wolf of Wall Street. Sarcastic laugh. I got it. There's got to be one of Kyle Chandler laughing, right? We're getting after it. Oh my gosh, this is a Twitter war that this is- I didn't sign up for. <laughs> I'll keep talking about the show and hockey and stuff, and he's just going to get into a Twitter war. Yep. This is live, folks. And when I say we'll live, live, when I say live, I mean, just it's not really live. We're just recording this. Um, this <laughs> so, my perspective of it, Drysaddle's upset, probably wanted to play with Pugliarvi, probably wanted the Edmonton Oilers to not be as crap as they are. Mentioned it earlier, Connor McDavid is rehabbing from a PCL tear um, that he suffered from in the final game of the regular season this past uh, year. Uh, no guarantee on a return um, as of right now. He did not, I repeat, did not need to um, go into surgery for this PCL tear. However, um, the rehab will be taking some time. It's obviously going to be 
a little bit hard for him. So this just adds into the the dumpster fire that uh, is the Edmonton Oilers. But thankfully, you know, at le- at, le- at least the you know the 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 good part about this is that the Ottawa Senators are less of a dumpster fire because you know, the Oilers are burning that midnight oil, as oh. they say. Really, really getting in there, Ty. Ty, you're, you're smiling at your screen. No, what no, are you no, doing? no. I said, "Ooh, you said about the dumpster, the oil. They're bo- burning midnight oil right now." Oh yeah, no. Which that I, I mean, I love. I love Connor McDavid's best player in the game right now. Most skilled player in the game right now. By the way, your fiance is getting us into a Twitter war. <laughs> I am not directly. One doing of the it. Me- one member of the peanut galleries is in the presence. Kelly's right still here. Yes. You know the I one. Do. You didn't do anything. You didn't do no, anything. you didn't do anything. Oh, this I, guy is. You have to listen he's, back. Getting, he's getting to us into, into a Twitter war here. So altitude. See, that's what I said. I, I told you, Ty. Please, You're don't, standing by please the, don't do it, Ty. You're standing by don't the show or what? Don't do it. How loyal are you? I'm loyal to whoever feeds me. No, I can't add that one. That one's dumb. Anyway, Who sorry. Are you Twitter warring with? Altitude Sports Radio. Altitude Sports Radio of Colorado. 95.2. Nice. They said that. They said that... Who knows? Maybe no. his antics will get him a job. That would be great. <laughs> quick... Well, okay, quick recap for you, Kelly. And also impossible. Altitude Sports Radio came out and said that since Dish and Comcast and DirecTV are going to take away Altitude Sports, they said, you got to get it back because you're going to miss Colorado, the Avalanche, and the Nuggets title yeah, runs. Yeah, the title thing. Yeah. yeah, so they responded. We were, It's going back. Here's what you need to do. You need to tweet him back and say, listen here, buddy. You need to listen to our I next... I job! Episode. Hire me on, and they'll pay you to get back on those on those uh, on those broadcasting services and blah 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 blah. I know it's great. It's great, great stuff. Quality content coming from the the Q podcast here. We're doing um, so that kind of clears up that stuff with Edmonton and McDavid and all that good such. Well, okay. The thing is that you can't rush the injury with McDavid. I don't want to go too no. far, but I don't want. It's so tough because is right, well, uh, Kelly, you're not great with knees, are you? I hate ortho. Okay, so ortho's out of the question for her. So a PCL tear is not your your perte. No, give me butts and guts. Well, okay, butts and guts, the fart doctor. Ke- okay, uh, Kelly, I don't I don't think <laughs> Kelly heard. I'm not a doctor, that's an insult. I don't think Kelly heard thing about Connor McDavid. So they chose not to have surgery for a PCL tear, or PC was it a tear? It was a PCL tear. A PCL tear. They just they chose not to do surgery, but it's clearly taken longer than expected. Should they have just gone ahead and had the surgery, or that have been a longer process? Just off the top of your head, you're the you are our you are a nurse, and I would say your resident nurse, but you are our nurse. I mean, the thing is, you can the recovery is a lot more strenuous for surgery, but in the long run, you're probably better short term. Yeah. If you can rest your knee, but tears, they don't heal. They rarely ever heal, heal on their own. And they're doing rehab. So, what, so what you're telling me is Connor McDavid's being an idiot. No, I don't say, I don't, I don't think it's Is it McDavid? It can't be McDavid. McDavid has a choice of what kind of stuff he gets. Like, that is just your basic patient rights. Like, you have a choice whether you have surgery or not. You can refuse it. That's his right. Probably not the best idea. See, that's... Because this could, if, if it gets worse and he doesn't recover and he keeps playing, it can get worse and it can end. It could end its career, potentially. If it never heals fully. This is like Steve Eiserman, but like, 20 years before. 
Right. Yeah. So or like like now years. we have instead of a guy who's going to be just growing older and older and older and older, we're going to have a guy that's going to be growing older and not being able to walk. Right. Steve Eisman can't. He's walk. not going to have the Andrew Luck treatment. He won't be able to retire walking away. He'll have to be on a, you know, wheelchair. This is, this has become this is an issue now that we need to start talking about. What? If Connor McDavid really if. If it does become 100%, if he can still play at top speed like he has been the first first few years of his career, great. But if he's not going to be the same player again, why don't you? Why would you risk it? It'd be like Zach Hyman trying to just rehab a torn ACL or same thing with Dermot. Why would you do that? No, get surgery done and be healthy for later on. Then that's his per- personal decision. Some people do not Connor. like the idea of a surgery. Connor. Edmonton's not in win now mode. Has he? Has you he? You can re- take a year. Has or two he off. had a surgery before? Use his LTIR and get some real talent on this team. Jesus. <laughs> I love I, what they're gonna have to do. Even Kelly agrees with me. Yeah. Which is few and far between. So I'll have to take this one. All right. But I I'll just give it to you. You really. This has got to be an issue. We start talking about here. If he comes what? back and he doesn't look the same, Alex. He probably won't. And uh, Carey Price. Carey Price. Carey Price, Eric Carlson, Mario Lemieux, Eric Lindros. Name someone who's had an injury or had to leave the game for an extended period of time. And everyone says... And then had to come back. They never look the same. The only problem... There's always going to have that, even just like reputation scarring. Oh, he was out for, you know, he's out for a season. The only problem... a little rusty. The only problem with Carey Price was the fact that, yes, the next year he had the incredible MVP season. But then he tweaked the knee again. He re- he rehabbed it, got it to 100 percent where he could play. It became the one. He became an all world goaltender once again. Proved that he still was. Tweaked it again, and that was it. So now he's never been the same. He's getting better, but he has never had surgery. Stevie Eisman never had surgery. Nope. He just rehabbed the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. Eric Lindros had concussions. That was a different. That's a different that's frame. Different. That's a lot of different. You can't do but it's. I mean, Difficult. you can. It just won't work. It's just it's different, but it's a different kind of treatment. You can't right. avoid it, and uh, you can't. You don't want to see this to Connor McDavid. He's going to be an all-world player. That team's he's he already be- is an all-world player. And why? If, why if risk he was it? Why allow- risk it? If he was allowed to play in the Olympics, heck, he would. Twenty twenty two. But what is he even going to make it to twenty twenty two? Is his it, unless it's really is it that bad? I don't know. I don't know how bad it is, but we'll definitely have to wait and see. We I hope, definitely I hope will. it gets better. I really do. Who knows? Hopefully this maybe tear is con- more or less a little bit of a maybe strain. Maybe Connor McDavid becomes the black dot of NHL history. The guy that made oh so much gosh. money, crippled a franchise, and Dude, then got hurt could you and ima- could never play again. The game would change forever and for the good. The way... Obviously, it wouldn't just be... Obviously, Not necessarily for the good, well, but... No, because people would take injuries a lot more seriously... Well, that, and they'd also take caps more seriously. There is that, too. There is always the money side, but... Um, moving on from that, things that are, you know, a little bit hazy, a little bit shady, as they say. Shady? Max Domi was throwing some shade at his old hometown. You know, hometown of one John Tavares, hometown of, you know, some so many great people. The, the G-T-A... Yeah, that's it. He's the, from the yes, he's from Toronto. Yes, the Greater Toronto. See, it's always play for the GTHL. The play Gra- for the London Knights. The Greater Grand Rapids area. The GGRA. Blech. 
That's, nope. that's a weird one. That just makes me want to hurl when you say that. But but Max Domi, obviously, uh, he said a f- couple things. Start player of the Montreal Canadiens, Max Domi. Uh, guy that's going to lead him to a cup, apparently, as long as uh, a couple people uh, help in, ah, pitch in some effort here and there. I, 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 I write about them. Uh, yeah. I mean, that that's just what's coming from TSN is what he said in an interview is that if some if a few more individuals put in a little bit extra effort that they'd be a Stanley Cup contender. Ah. That being said, uh, when he's not throwing shade at his teammates, he was throwing shade at Toronto. In an interview, he said that... Uh, at the BioSteel camp. At the BioSteel camp. He said, in paraphrasing, that uh, Mo- Montreal fans are better. They are, well, far, they are far better than... Uh, Toronto so, Maple Leafs fans and playing at the Bell Center is a completely better experience as a hockey player. So I can than remember playing couple, at the Scotiabank Arena or get, Air Canada Center. Let or me get a little more Toronto. detailed for you guys here, just so because Alex makes it sound like he's the worst person in the world. So I'll do one better. I'm not saying that he's the worst person in the world. No, I'm, I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do one shade. better. What he said was around the quote of. You know, you're in front of, you know, everyone knows who you are. You're in front of 20,000 passionate fans. And he made that very poignant. He said passionate fans. Yeah. And when asked, what makes the big difference? Mark Masters asked him. He said, what's the biggest difference? And then he just straight up says 24 cups. 24 yeah. cups. He did. Dropping. You know what? No. Mic drop. Did it break? Can you hear me now? Hello? Hello? Ma, are you there? Okay, it works. Okay. Jeez. How do the mic drop, okay? So... But then he went on to it, and he's like, well, wasn't you know, Toronto-Montreal a great game? You know, remember those games when Toronto-Montreal is a big matchup? He's like, yeah, Toronto-Montreal is a big matchup in Montreal. Yikes. And yes, I understand. We're Leafs fans. There are the platinum seat ghosts for a reason. They're called that for a reason. It's a corporate event. Yeah. Go to a Rangers game. Yeah. It's a corporate event. It's how it is. Detroit's had turned that same way too. Because why? Because they need businesses to buy tickets. Because good lord. See, this but, is this is why part of me. I'll, I'll, I'll let you go, and then I'll do my tear. My tear. So I do agree with the fact that yes, there are more. I would say definite passionate fans in attendance in the arena every single night in the Bell Center. Right. I will go with that. However. If you're going to go, you know, yes, he was talking about the atmosphere, so I'll give him that. And he did say Leafs Nation is huge because, shoot, I was talking to a guy in Minnesota, and he said they have more Leafs fans than do Jets fans. And Jets are a lot closer to where he was in Minnesota. Let's put it that way, okay? And if, more Jets than, than the Wild because the Wild were, like, far away. From, Minnesota was, Minneapolis was far away from when I was talking to this guy. Yeah. Anyways, I can understand where he's coming from about playing in the it, on, on game day. In the Bell Center, yes, the fans that are in the arena are more passionate than probably we'd say at the Scotiabank Arena. Why? It's less corporate. I'm not gonna not gonna hide it. It's you can't hide it. You watch Hockey Night in Canada. First five minutes of each second and third period, you're wondering where the half the building went. We went to games. We see it firsthand. People are having their drinks, their martinis, their they're Jack and Cokes, they're whatever, they're drinks down below, because why? Because they have the fancy tickets that get them to all of the amenities and all that stuff, instead Amen- of the actual game. Amenities. What did I say? Amenities. No, you both said two different things. I said amenities. What did you say? You said anemones. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Don't hurt yourself. 
when people go to Montreal Canadiens games, they go to the game. Yes, there are the suites experience, stuff like that, but it's not the same as going to the Scotiabank Arena. Right. Where it's a club. So I can see where he's going with that, which is why I understand what he's saying. And yeah, it it should hurt. It should hurt, yeah. Because if you don't get a little, if you, yes, you should be offended by it because that means you people suck. Go, the people that are going to games are not really fans. And I'll be honest with you. You see the camera angles. You wonder who's actually a fan there from behind the benches. It's very, very annoying to watch games as a Leafs fan. I cheer for the Leafs. I love the team. I'm passionate about the team. But when you're watching a game and you're really seeing people that really don't care, they just got tickets because their boss couldn't go that night. And they, hey, take the kids out to the game that you really don't know. Or people that are like, hey, we have some, you know, um, we have some clients in from like Japan or whatever. Hey, we'll, go, Steve, we'll take them. Yeah. We'll take them to uh, a hockey game tonight. Sure. Now, granted, some of those people that do work are hockey fans. I get that. I understand that. But the majority in the platinum seats are not that way. No, not up in the reds. Not up in the corner. Not in the seats that are next to the wall of the Ford fan deck that cannot see one goal. Yeah. And it's very difficult to get tickets. It is the most expensive ticket in the NHL. It is the Leafs going to a Leafs game is more expensive than any other barn on any given night. Even Toronto and Montreal in Montreal, even Boston and Montreal in Montreal. You can go to tickets to go to a Boston Bruins game against the Leafs. I'm not gonna say half price of what you pay for a Leafs game, but partner. Less. Partner. Yes. I just it sucks. Because the idea is that my bachelor party, we're going to go to the Leafs game. Yeah. It's a mixture. Now we're at a mixture of, I have to get an apartment. Got to pay for a few more things for the wedding. So we can't do it. Yeah. It's expensive to go to Toronto. I mean, yes, our dollar is higher in Canada. I get that. But still, $100 plus to watch the Kings on a Tuesday night. Watch them play the Kings on a Tuesday night. That's American. That's American money. Yes. Sorry. No, no. We were going to go to a game. It was right on your birthday. It was no, the, that wouldn't work because it was on a Saturday. I had like three games that day. <laughs> it wouldn't have worked. Or no, yeah, it was on the Saturday. And it was the versus the Canes, which would have been perfect for me. It would be great for you, Alex. Ugh. But even then, the ticket, the like each ticket by itself in American was one thirty six something. And that was and that standing was, room. And that no, those weren't standing room. They was were that, actual seats. Was that row eighteen? Those are actual seats where we sat. Obstructed view. So where? Oh gosh, that's the corner seats then. Correct. I wouldn't want to do that. That's the best. I would got. rather. I would rather. No, that's what I'm saying. I'd rather. I wouldn't. Sp- I'm not going to rather spend stay a- home. I'd rather stay home and watch the game. Yeah. Like everyone else of Leafs Nation, and the. Fa- I mean, there are trust me, there are fans that have scrapped- or go, or go uh, into Maple Leaf Square. Yeah, but but, but then again, at that dur- point during the playoffs, excuse me, during the regular season, it's not the same. Right. We should go to real sports at that point. Go to the bar and just sit there and watch the game and on a bigger sure. screen, but. That that's where Max Domi's point is, where it's like, yes, it is better. It's a better atmosphere at the Bell Center, and the, yes, the fans they'll let you know. They boo a lot more than people think. They boo the home team more than a lot of people think. They do. Probably the most Canadian thing ever. A man was fined for two thousand dollars for feeding a Timbit to a bear in British Columbia. 
You want to ref- want to For re- those want- that didn't hear that, uh, the peanut gallery found a little thing that said, quote, most, most Canadian thing she's ever seen, apparently. Man was fined 2000 Yep. Yep, 2000 I'm, I'm going to presume Canadian so dollars. 1300 American. For feeding a Timbit to a bear in British Columbia. That's, that's pretty Canadian. Back to hockey. But I, you, you Alex, or you were going to say something earlier. Do you remember? I was going to say something. Okay, go ahead. And here is my beef with barns like the NHL. Oh, they lose a lot of people based on the space that they're giving up. The Scotiabank Arena and a lot of arenas like it, they don't have what Detroit does. The Detroit Red Wings have built around themselves a lot of hospitality. A village. They've built, well, not even just the village. If you take out like... They have yoga classes inside the arena, dude. (laughs) I saw that tweet the other day. If they take out the main floor concourse level, they have built within inside Little Caesars Arena a lot of hospitality space. So that's where you have the groups of people that are doing group outings or company outings, or you have you know, people that don't necessarily want to buy a suite, but they want to have something close so they have like a, a box suite. Stuff like that where it's right. it's the halfway point. It basically what you know the silver seats at spa would be so i'm trying to go with where is this going with the where is this going trying to follow is that if the toronto maple leafs had more room in their arena to give to hospitality then they could have diehard leaf fans that could pay 20 dollars a ticket to go sit next to the glass is what i'm saying this is not the echl alex make that clear you're right it'd be 60 bucks it's not the American League, Alex. Yeah, you're right. It'd be like 100. This is not Arizona, Alex. Yeah, you're right. It'd probably be like 200. This is not Tampa, buddy. I'd say 200. 200 would be a solid price. It's right. But it's just, it's so hard because you can't disagree with him. You can't. Fight. No, I can't disagree. Max Domi is 100% right in this situation. He, and, and his can, dad played for, then again, his dad played for both the Leafs when they were in the Maple Leaf Gardens and. At the, the guy, the guy knows the Leafs organization. He knows what the fans are like. He's lived it. He's lived there. He gets it. Yes. So he has every right to say something like that. He knows how how Leafs fans are. And yes, I'll be honest with you. You go into downtown Toronto, Toronto proper. Guess what? There are it's, Leafs fans. There's a reason why it's called downtown proper. Because there's not a. It's a lot of business people. A lot of people that don't follow hockey. It's a metropolitan area. What yes. are you going to do? That's why it's called the GTA, because you go to like places like Scarborough, like Oshawa. You go up even up to Brampton. You go over to Liberty That's Village. That's a bit go- up there, huh? Brampton Village. Yes, Brampton is. I understand that. But Does that still count as the GTA? If you can ride the if you can ride the go train I don't in, think so. If you can take a go bus in. Kitchener. No, not Kitchener. But you know what I'm saying, though? There are more Leafs fans outside the area, outside of downtown Toronto, than there are in the thick of downtown Toronto. Right. So I just, it's a bummer that, that it's true that max makes 100% sense. I wish it wasn't that way. I would love, here is my idea, Alex. 
When the I understand, I'm gonna, what I'm going to say first, you're going to be like, well, that's why. When the Blue Jays were awful, Steve Dangle talked about it on the show, they had too many Tuesdays. You could literally get 500 level seats for 200 bucks or for $2. Now, I'm not saying drop the price that low. But when Florida comes to town on a Wednesday, Uh, or when you you get Arizona on a Thursday, when you get a weak team coming into town, drop the prices a little bit. I'm not saying drop. Why? No, don't you do that? Don't you get economic? Alex, it's not the economic thing. You can take one or two games out of the year to do this. It's not even an economic thing. It's a value thing. Right. That's what I'm saying. When you play like a bad team, when you're playing Florida or you're playing even, I don't see Dallas because Dallas has a lot of Toronto guys. It's hard to say it, but you could take one or two games out of the season and cut the prices a little bit and do tickets at the door only. That would be something. Because then you want to worry about that. Oh, people would not go for that. There is an entire portion of sports fans that want tickets before they go to the game. They want to. No, I mean like they want to know where their seats fine, are. You have to they, buy. You have to buy them at the box office. What I'm trying to say. Some people can't do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. But if you want, if you want some to- some real lease fans work all week and may, they have time, the time out of their day to go watch a Saturday night game. Saturday, go set. I'm saying I'm just trying to spitball ideas here to make it more. You, you make it more leaf to make to appeal to your fans, not just the team. To appeal to your fans, they don't need to. That's the point, though. That's the problem. It's not. It's not a problem. If it I was, would if drive. It was, if it was a, six and an hour, six and a half hours, because it takes it takes five and a half to get there, but it takes an extra hour because you're driving into right. Toronto. Because you're you're a diehard Leaf fan. But that being said, you don't want to drop prices because then it brings down the value of your ticket. Period. For one game, one game a year. No, not even one game. Because okay, you you play Florida. How many times in a season? At home, two. Two. Yeah, that's two games that you're quote on, well, you're no, quote no, unquote no, I'm saying losing value. You're losing value in, and I'm then you would have to game. say, and then you'd have to say, okay, Florida. Then anyone that's at the quote unquote Florida tier, we have to discount prices. No, it's just no. You in comparison, no, you, Alex, in the schedule comparison, comes out. In, in comparison, you can do stuff like promotions. So you can do buy one get one offers where you're not devaluing the price of your seat you're like cutting but the price you're, in half you're making a deal you're cutting the price in half you're not though Tyler he's going to school for this uh, this is what you, no, you said buy Tyler. one get one do say buy one get one free say it again buy one get one free so, so you if ha- you one buy- ticket's worth $100 Alex how much is that for the two people it's $100 but no. the one ticket so it's 50 bucks a person it's no it's not the value of the ticket that you are purchasing is still $100. You are getting one for free, but that, that does not devalue the price of the one ticket. Me working at the West Michigan Whitecaps this entire summer. Free on, tickets! Sorry. You're welcome. The, the reason why on our tickets, if someone does a buy one, get one offer, one ticket says face value $13.50 and then the one that they get for free says $0.50 or $0.00 is because the, the one that it costs 50 cents, yep. The one that they get for free get has zero value. Has zero face value, can't trade it in. There's the, even beyond like if we did exchanges and stuff like that, no way they could do it because they got it for free. So what you have you a free ticket, you're not exchanging. So what it. you're so what you're saying So Alex, what I'm saying is, is you can com- you can make promotions, you can do 
um, circuit, certain marketing campaigns. So for a Florida game, maybe you do some sort of giveaway where uh, you're doing a bogo night. No, no, or, no. You do some sort of giveaway. So maybe, maybe it's like a uh, like a Doug Gilmore night or a Wendell Clark night. So first out, first. I mean, I well, guess at, at that point, Alex- first ten thousand fans through the gate, they get a commemorative but, bobblehead with Doug Gilmore to, that has a what, sponsor on there and everything. I know, I know. Exactly. I'm trying to get at Alex. That's how you... I'm talking about the prices here. If you're talking about doing something like that... You can't... Okay. No, I'm not talking about bringing down the price. That's why I'm agreeing with you about the BOGO idea. What if for one game a season, one game, eight, you have 41 home games, 40 of them are regular price, one game, upper bowl, 300 section, are BOGOs. You buy, obviously you pay for the... Wherever you're sitting, so if you sit in the reds, you pay that price. Sit in the purples, it's another. Well, then you're going to have one situation like this, and I'm going to tell it to you straight because this is the thing that kills people so many times. You have those kind of deals, and all of those tickets are going to be given to third-party sellers for a discounted rate. That's what happens. That's because why I'm they saying, have no, then, then, and then those tickets for that one game are sold for double that to your real leaf fans so you could you could have a seat right next to the glass that's probably you know two thousand dollars and you sell it for 500 third party site's going to have bots that are going to buy that ticket and still sell it for a thousand hence why you obviously have to do more research before performing an idea like this that's why i'm saying hence the, the reason hence why the re- i am te- i'm giving you the information that's Ty. why i'm saying what is wrong with at the door What's wrong with at the door is that, A, there are certain individuals that can't make it there, i.e. people that are accessible or handicapped or people that need to do stuff like a group outing. So they need to know that they have 16 seats together or they're not going to come. You can't. One situation that happened this summer, there was a, a church youth group that came to the you know, outfield box office expecting to bring in 60 people. 60 people all together with aisle seats. I got six, I got 60 seats left in the ballpark, and they're all lawn seats. Well, we don't want to sit in the lawn. We, we, we don't want our seats. Well, I don't have those. I brought 60 people here, and you're telling me I can't find seats? That is correct, sir. People need tickets beforehand. You can't just tell people, Dude. yep, all of our, you know, no more online ticket sales, which, by the way, loses your revenue. Uh, no more, you know, group sales and stuff like that, which, by the way, hurts your sales but goal. Tyler, I like, I like your idea, but it doesn't work. It won't work, hasn't worked since they have started, you know, take, you know, scanning tickets, stuff like that. Basically, when I'm saying that when tickets went over $20 for right next to the glass, didn't work. People, if they could order their tickets beforehand, they're going to do it. That's what the world goes on. That's how the sports industry is nowadays. I get it, but I just feel like there's there should be... I commend the effort. I like the idea. It can't work. I understand there's money. This is a money game. This is not a... It really this is, is. This is not a fan sport. Fans come pay to watch this. No, it's a fan sport. You, you just have to understand that there is the business side of it. Right. There's a reason why people have sales goals. There's, oh, yes. a, there's a reason why you need to make revenue, i.e. the Toronto Maple Leafs need revenue because they're one of the biggest you know, MLSE properties to bring in money for the organization, which is why they can pay Austin Matthews over $10 million, by the way, per year. It's just, 
it's I I want I want there to be what there should be someone that should try to study something like this. That's why I'm saying you don't just obviously I you give, do no l- listen it's, uh, it's uh, called yeah 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 hey <laughs> go in here let me go here sure you can say no after all right I'll tell you no as soon as you're done I'll ask you if you're done then I'll tell you no 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 you're not did the one it for saying me no. he's saying no Tyler listen someone go listen you have one person. From your box off, one person of your staff, market staff, whatever, study hard into doing. It. It's not like people just go and make this decision on a whim, because obviously, yes, like you said, you made a good point, Alex. If you did a bogo, then yes, the bots would buy it and pay it an incredible amount of money. They would double it, triple it, whatever. The box office, the day of the game, at the door. Yes, you're right. You'd run into group outings issues. But what if there was a way to someone go out there? I'm like, hey, I want, we want this idea. What if someone actually went after an idea like this and actually studied a way to actually make it work efficiently and cooperatively so it works for, obviously, the money side to get the fans in the door and to still turn some form of a profit or at least close to at least break even? That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying just do this on a whim be like, hey, guys, next Thursday's game, BOGO, let's go. Tickets, nobody buys tickets for that game. Now, yes, you have some issues maybe with season ticket holders. I get that. And you'll have issues with people who buy uh, game packages, 20 game packages, 20, you know, 10 game packages. I get that. But if you take some, tell someone a year ahead of time saying, hey, we're going to pick a game December, January, whatever, October, early in the season. We're going to pick a game. It's going to be against a poor team because we know the schedule, yada, yada. Make this work. It can be done. It can be done. If you but how are, how are you going to make it work, though? That, see, that's why I'm not paid to do that, Alex. I'm not paid to work in the box office. What I'm saying is if you actually put time and effort into understanding how it could do it, it just takes one to get it done, Alex. That's what? not true, but okay. It takes one to really make, to show that it can be done. Because I believe it can. At least for, not the entire season. No, absolutely not, because you'll lose money in a heartbeat. But just do it for one night a year. And you call it your fan appreciation night. It's simple enough. Understand, yes, economically, you will need to jump through hoops to get through there. I understand that. But imagine if you are a fan from North York or from the West Side Town. That really doesn't want to pay a crap ton of money because you're already paying enough to live in the, around the GTA area anyways. Because okay. living in Southern Ontario is not cheap. Okay. Living in Western Ontario isn't cheap. Hold on. You want one night, it's like, hey, we can get down to the game. All right, we just got to go get tickets ahead of time at the box office downtown. Shoot, I'll take that go bus down there for one day. Absolutely. No, yes, the tickets may sell. If they did that, and the tickets would sell out, probably they'd, there'd be a line around Bay Street, cross back down to Not York to Street. mention how many people would go. Okay, even. Like I said, this would be studying. You'd have to study in a way to fix this. Tyler, this has been studied. That's why we've found ways that work. But I'm talking That's about- why there's certain things in online ticketing systems that have been put in place to make sure that all the tickets don't get bought up by one person because it's possible. Right. So if you if you were to have one event per season, fan appreciation night, where all tickets had to be purchased at the Toronto Maple Leafs box office. It doesn't need then- to be the day of. Because obviously, yes, you'd have a riot. You you would probably have to do it the day of, because then then you'd be having people that as soon as they would go on sale, yeah, I'm buying X number of tickets for this game, buy out an entire section, 
and then they would scalp them. And then this is a social media platform here. If I'm thinking here, Alex, I just said, I heard you. I see. I heard you say scalp. But you know what the you know what the Griffins kind of do? They do the find this location to get two free tickets for tomorrow tonight's game. Toronto Maple Leafs don't need to do that. No, I'm Re- just saying get free tickets. Reason, like, blue re- them around. But here's the thing: when the Griffins do that, they're lowering the value of the ticket. They're saying it's st- minor, don't, don't get me wrong; it's minor league hockey, but I'm right. Not- it's a it's a minor league promotion. But going back to what you're seeing, so t- this is Toronto Maple Leafs NHL level. This is the you'd p- still pay for tickets. What I'm trying to say, I'm not saying give away tickets. You'd still be paying for tickets, but at what cost? What price would you be selling them for? I wouldn't get one. The what the way you said, Alex. But they do promotions like that. Not the Leafs. They can. So you're agreeing with me? I'm saying that they can. I'm saying that it won't work. I'm saying that you still have people that will go and sell these tickets third party, or you have these people that will go and purchase a group number of tickets and then sell them through social media or at the gate at regular price. Because once a deal like that were to happen, since the Toronto Maple Leafs don't do something like it would be a special that it'd be ne- never con- ever conceived until now when you're saying it. Riots would happen. The box office would have to be staffed like it were a game night every single day until those tickets sold out just based on the fact that it would be of high demand. So what you're ha- saying, you- Alex. So what I'm saying is... Those real Leaf fans that you're trying to market to, they would suffer just as bad, if not worse, because you would give them the hope of, me and the wife can go to the game. Wife and, and it, the wife and I. Okay, the wife and I can go to the game, or or me and my significant other, or me, maybe me and the, the, grand, the grandkid can go down to the game tonight, and I, all I have to Your buy is one. Your killing me. <laughs> all I have to buy is one ticket. And then I get one for free. Great. Go down there. What happens? They drive from, you know, maybe it's Kitchener. Maybe they... Kingston. Maybe you have someone like yourself who, since you can't purchase them in advance, you have to buy them at the gate. You drive all the way from Grand Rapids, Michigan to Toronto, and you get up there, and then you can't purchase one because they're sold out. So not only are you suffering because you drove all that way to find out that you couldn't but also you're suffering because that hope that you had is just taken away if you want to give Leafs fans an opportunity to go to a game sell tickets that is the best you can do and then the the other thing you can do is try marketing those specialty areas that cost a lot of money which pay for their million-dollar players, and you target those towards your regular fans and season ticket holders and try to push any and all business people, any anyone that has, you know... but Because you have to remember, all those people that are in the suits that go and buy the martinis, those are season ticket holders. They're not going to push season ticket holders away. Right. That is a huge part of revenue. And I understand that. That's the hard part. That's, that's the reason why people... And you know, organizations get to spend millions and millions of dollars because at the end of the day, you can have an empty arena with 
each player on the ice costing over $10 million. But if there's not one person sitting in the stands, stands it doesn't matter. Hello, at the, Coyotes. At the end of the day, if that stadium is sold out, even if the attendance isn't there, it's sold out. You did your job. As from a sales standpoint, it sucks, but you did your best. You're telling me the Joe Louis Arena bit. Joe Louis uh, Arena, two hundred and seventy-six. Not even, not even, sellout. not even just Joe Louis Arena. I'm saying, well, I'm saying like how the wings West, went on West that. Michigan no, Whitecaps. I'm talking about the wings going on that that we, sold we had, out. No, I'll, I'll let I'll the sold out run of like two hundred some odd games. It was sold we out had three row. Saturdays in a row that we had sold out tickets for. It, it you know August baseball perfect. We had a first round draft pick and Riley Green playing for us. It's phenomenal. Oh, he was doing good. How's that two ten average going? wasn't playing phenomenal but hey some some people like that especially dollars local fans likes like that opportunity to go and look at prospects and stuff like that so we had three sellouts that you know three sellout saturdays in a row all of which we had to sell lawn seats or you know basically for those that are listening general admission seats yeah that's when we had to say okay do we have any seats that we usually hold for um, like players lists and stuff like that, you know, guest people, stuff like that, that, yeah, players, you know, that yeah. they, they get comped tickets, you know, from the away team or, or staff members that want to bring their families out, you know, they get comp tickets, stuff like that. Okay. Can we sell any of those? Do we have any of those remaining? Okay. Once those are sold back to general admission and then come to find out company X and company Y that had outings for that game only had out of a group of at least 200, maybe had 20% show up. So you have entire sections that are empty and that are being filled by the people that are that bought general admission tickets, which then have to deal with security because they're not sitting in their seats. Right, right. It's You, you it, can have sellout crowds all you want, but it won't satisfy your viewing of it saying, man, this crowd is empty. You, you have to understand Toronto Maple Leafs they make a lot organizations. Of money. They they make a lot of money. They make more money than Montreal Canadiens. I'm not going to ignore but that. But they they also want the regular fans to be able to come out to games. But, that's but they're the not diff- going to. But they're not going to turn away season ticket holders. They're not going to turn. Yes, because know. you that's know what? Why- Those season ticket holders, even if they're just strictly for bringing out clients and stuff, that's that, that's what they do. The, those the har- seats are getting filled. It is the hard part because yes. That is where the corporate mantra comes in. You don't want and to you know what? Away, you don't you don't want to turn away business partners tickets away. You don't want to turn away season ticket holders. And exactly. Talk, and, and by and season the, ticket holders, I mean I'm talking the platinum seats ticket holders. Even what, even season ticket holders that are up in the 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 cheap seats that buy season ticket plans up there because you can do that. Because not only do they sit in the seat and they they purchase the tickets, but you're also thinking how much are they spending on parking? How much are they spending on concessions? Too much. How much are they spending on concessions? Too much. Are they spending any money in the souvenir shops and stuff like that? Hey! You can get your revenue just on tickets alone to cover any and all costs. And then when you're making your money, that's from the concessions, souvenir shops, hospitality, stuff like that. Uh, you know, what, it's, whatever. It's just, it's just so hard because I'm like, I'm just trying to. I, you I can't want, do it. I know. It's so. I just hold on, hold I want to be. Let, let me fulfill my promise. Are you done? No, you started. No, you don't get to fulfill it. No, no, you don't get to fulfill it because no, I'm ignoring your no because you didn't. You just you started talking afterwards, so you didn't get the opportunity. But 
I want it. It's you difficult. You want it, but you can't have it. I know. That's why everyone says preseason hockey. Yes, I know. Trust me. I We almost went to Traverse City just so I could watch some Leafs team play this year, even though it's a bunch of rookies that'll go back to junior or the ECHL play against the Rangers worst and the Hartford Wolfpack and the Toledo Walleye because that's pretty much what it's going to be. And whoever Columbus's farm team is. The EC- work. Yeah, she works and uh, something about the, this Jonas Brothers concert or something like that. I yeah. It just some. I am so excited. We have floor seats. She has floor seats. This we stuff is her and her friend. I am not going to be there. My best friend. I, well, there you go. She she's. I'm going to be drinking a loot. Actually, I have a game. Yeah, home alone, feeling sorry for yourself because you're not there. I'm going to be. I actually have a game that day, so it actually works out. Man, whatever. The eighth, yeah. I work. Moral of the story. You can only satisfy your fans so much because you can only do so much with your facility. You have businesses that want to come out. You have groups that want to come out. You have your season ticket holders that don't want to give up their seats. I don't want to get too far into this point, but do you think it's because MLSC is a business, is a group business? Every organization where, no, is a business. What I'm trying to say is that no. it's a corporate... No, stop. It's a corporate ownership compared to a no. Jeff Molson, compared to a Pajula. That is not... No. You don't think you don't think that's you don't think that's a difference. What I'm trying to say that's not the difference. It's based solely on culture. Okay, culture of the city, because obviously necessarily Bu- the team. Obviously, Buffalo and Montreal are the Toronto close. Maple Leafs have their own culture. Yes, very very historical center of hockey world. Like the same way Montreal Buffalo Canadians has it. have a different culture. It's the reason why Max Domi said that the fans are better. Different places have different cultures. That's just how it is. You have certain barns that are filled a lot more with diehard fans, and you have certain barns that are filled with a lot of people that are it's, very business-oriented. It's so Toronto funny. is the biggest city in, in the entirety of Canada. It's the same reason why New York is the same way. It's the biggest city in the entirety of the United States. Yes, and that's why I, I understand because you will Montreal, you well, will never you well, will never have a situation where they're not gonna regular people are gonna outnumber business people. And I get you and that's why I understand. That. That's I why a Nashville is one of the best places to go watch a hockey game. I would I would rather just even though I can't go to the city of Toronto and I can't experience the city itself, I would rather go watch a Maple Leafs game in Nashville just so I can understand that atmosphere because they're hot chicken. Their fans are obviously hot chicken, hot chicken, but the fans are amazing. It's just the culture there. So the fans at the game are amazing. That's what we're trying to say. We're not saying we're not going to knock Leafs nation because no, I'm not knocking Leafs nation and I'm not knocking the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. They have done phenomenal for themselves. And that's the reason why they are the, the biggest, Revenue holder in the entirety of the NHL. You could fill Budweiser Gardens in London to watch a Saturday night Leafs game if you pay just a few bucks because you'll see it'll fill and it'll be loud. Exactly. It'll be crazy. You could. It's because that's but how you it won't. is. Well, yeah, because the the Knights probably play. That's why. And if they even well, what about the springtime? Yes, Knights will probably be there too because Knights are a playoff team. Come off it, Sudbury. But all, all I'm saying is this: you could I, sell out a crowd just saying, well, "Hey, I'm, I'm kind of looking. Around, there, there's going to be a sheet of ice." There's going to be one player on it. It's going to be Austin Matthews. Sell out. Why? Because corporate sponsors. No, I'm just, I'm looking, I'm trying to think of all the teams in Canada. And it's, it really is, you can tell the difference because like Ottawa, Ottawa's tough to get fans anyways, but Toronto. Even Edmonton and Calgary. 
Winnipeg, Vancouver, even oh, well, Van- Van- Vancouver, Vancouver is kind of a if it's a halfway point between Toronto. How are Toronto. they doing this year? Okay, well they're doing bad. Well, shoot, it's Saturday night, and then they'll go to game Saturday night. But you go to you watch them play Arizona. It's like going to a Whitecaps game. Ah, uh, you might lose, but hey, you're going to the game. That's the point. Well, there's there's the thing is that there's other things to do in Vancouver. Well, that too. Then there's a lot more to do in Vancouver than there is Grand Rapids, Alex. <laughs> Just a little bit more. Yeah, maybe a couple of things. But I don't know. What I'm trying to say is like maybe they have an you extra go to like sushi shop. Edmonton or I say Calgary. I still think Winnipeg and Calgary are fighters for probably the best fans. In Winnipeg, uh, no. In in terms of in at in maybe arena, maybe in top arena. ten. I'm talking in arena in Canada atmosphere. Oh, in Canada, then yes, yes, yes because. Then, because here's the thing. The reason why Winnipeg tickets are so ridiculous is because there's only 15,000 seats in that barn. Right. And they oversell it every night. Yeah, they do standing room. Yes, they have to. They do, they could fill a concourse with people. They could yeah. put people on top of the roof and the people would still pay money for it. Exactly. Just to listen in. Yeah, it's but, a must-see ticket. So what What about the What about the real Winnipeg fans? The farm boy... You know, it's from Saskatchewan, <laughs> the farm boy Driving from Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan that wants to go watch the Jets. Oh, go wait. watch the Blades play and put the radio in your ear. That's what I say. Oh wait, he can't watch the game because the tickets are too expensive. They because, need a fan no, appreciation because, night. No, because Alex, reason why they need Alex? Saskatchewan appreciation <laughs> night for you can't. You can't watch the game unless you're from Saskatchewan. And we'll okay. check and your no, ID. No, if no, they're but, fake, they're fake. No, because the you know what's gonna happen, Alex. It's going to be just Ryder fans barreling across the border. Ryder Ryder Nation. Nation. Ryder Nation. Ryder Nation coming across the border. I just, well, because I feel this. Toronto Maple Leafs, Argo Night. You're not allowed to end the arena unless you are wearing at least five articles of clothing that are the Toronto Argos. And go. And half seat building. (laughs) Trust me. BMO Field for TFC 2. Could sell more tickets than the Argos did the last few years. No, I'm just I'm just saying people would buy Argos stuff just to I go. Ar- you know how hard it is to buy an Argos shirt from a, from the CFL site in here in the States? It's easy. I got No, because it's very actually very difficult. Because no, I, I tried buying one for you. It was easy. Well, you, give me the site. Because that's the only team, I think, them and the Wolfpack. No, it, it, no, it was a CFL site. It was just easy. I mean, there's... It I takes it, a couple extra minutes, yeah. but it's easy. Yeah, no, the... If I so, want an Argos shirt, I'm getting one. Because I have a Rock, I have a new TFC shirt because I need one. I have a J. I have every team, like I said, but Wolfpack and the Argos. Those mm-hmm. are the only two teams I need. Name me two players on the Argos team right now. Caleros came back. Caleros, Zach Caleros, the quarterback. Two. I said two. Not who's that one. receiver? Mm, who's that receiver, Ty? Well, I don't know. They got a lot of them. Hey, you're a fan of TFC. Name someone other than Michael Bradley and Josie Altador. I said I like the <laughs> Toronto FC, the Toronto Football Club. I'm not saying that I'm a fanatic about them. I'm not a fanatic about the Argos either. Why do you think I haven't bought ESPN Plus? I would have bought it by now if I was an Argos fan. Because I mean, every should. every CFL, yes, I should. Dude, I, I probably will before the playoffs. That's how I spent my summer in the box office. I've been watching C- CFL games. Yeah, red uh, black, a- red blacks, Rough Riders. Oh, dude, that-, that was a game. Stamps are going to win it. Stampeders all the way. I think so. I don't think, As of right now. I don't think the Red Blacks are deep enough to do it, and I really don't see anyone else. They're definitely not deep enough. I don't see anyone from the East really challenging the, the Stamps hard. You that's could the say, reason why. Th- say Rough Riders, but no. 
No, not the, this season. The writers, the writers may play the stamps. They may put up a good game in the playoffs, but I don't see it's, not this season. For some reason, the stamps just know how to beat everybody. They they're called the Stampeders for a reason because they stampede. Stampede. Except the one year where they literally dropped the ball that the Argos win the game in Ottawa. What? You know the same game where Shania Twain was brought out on a dog sled for the halftime show? Hell yeah. Because it was a snowstorm? Hell yeah. Oh, I remember watching him at the, the break room at Blodgett Hospital and losing my mind. Yeah, we should we should probably end this, though. I think we got, I think we were going to talk about, what were we going to talk Oh, yeah. Um, ooh, spaghetti. Yeah. Spaghetti's for dinner. Time for dinner. The, the well, I'll just quick. I'll mention the article. Joe Smith wrote a piece. What this past week, asking when Billy and Stanley Cup winner decides matter. We were going to get into that, but it talks about that, and we can discuss that some other time. Maybe we get closer to the playoffs because obviously it'll be a big talk. The point. size matter, yes. not necessarily. Does All physicality right. matter? Yes. Well, don't forget the St. Louis Blues. The the St. Louis Blues were not the fastest team. They were. But they were, but they played fast. They, they were moved, physical. They were physical, and they played fast. They moved the puck quick. They had good breakouts, good transition game, and they ended up scoring. Yes, and they had good saves. Ooh, Djokovic is on. No, we're watching Jeopardy. What? Oh, I guess yeah, we could watch Jeopardy. Yeah. You have to remember, Tyler. Your fiance is an old woman. She's eating spaghetti, watching Jeopardy, and she knits. She doesn't. Knit. She, she used to do a lot more, believe it or not, when she was in college. But that's what they I, all say, Ty. Oh, she was a spitfire in college. No, I said she used to knit a lot more in college. Oh. Whoa. What do you think I said? I'm going to be knitting a ton because I'm going to have so much free time now. Yeah, she, she got a point. She'll be alone at the apartment. Or she's going to watch Friends ten more times over. What do you, is this round seven? Um, Aren't they taking that off Netflix? Yeah, in January. Oh, no. Kelly's going to have to find a different show? Yeah. What is she going to do? You're, what is Kelly going to do? I'll tell you what Kelly's going to do. I'm working all the darn time. Go back and listen to all the angry August episodes from this summer. Thank you guys very much once again for dealing with us. Well, what are you doing? This this is my part. Well, I just want to say thank you. I can say thank you too. I should be appreciative of them. Well, the reason why I I make a point of obviously this episode is not as fierce as our last couple. Last one. Last one. Last week. Well, don't forget the Chell ratings one last year wasn't that bad. It was just more or less me getting angry and wife. All the leaves were so low. And I was like, yeah. But you can't scream all the time. And now we're getting into the season. And if you, any of you did listen to us and during this time and actually listen to all of it, um, call up your local therapist, psychiatrist, and we'll, you'll feel our pain with us. And we'll, all, we'll get through this together. Yeah. And second of all, thank you for actually listening to us. Yeah, send us the invoice. We'll pay for your therapy. What? No. What? <laughs> That's not a thing. No, because, no. I... Kelly makes money, but she doesn't make that much. Ah, uh, so Kelly will pay for it. I put the, I put the budget together. Trust me, we ain't paying for anybody. We ain't paying jack squat. We got our own stuff to worry about. Yeah, you need to cut back on your beer spending. Yeah, I have not bought a two four. I have, I have milked, no pun intended, that two four for a long time. I bought mm-hmm. that at least two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's what I said, at least two weeks ago, because mm-hmm. that could have been longer. Mm-hmm. I still have PBR left from, from uh, was that 4th of July or Memorial Day? I have no idea. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. Next week we'll be getting into more stuff, um, talking about uh, the hockey season, preseason, and maybe Tyler will get even more mad about Marner. Training camp. All that good stuff. I'm done with Marner. 
the fact that he's oh, actually, you're finally done with Marner. Well, the fact that I'm only mad because NHL 20 recognized him as a Toronto Maple Leaf. So yeah, sure. You should put him at you can put him in an NHL sweater. That's okay, like the All Star sweater. That's fine. Sure, you can do that. Um, that being said, uh, make sure to tune in and I, and if you haven't listened to any of the other Angry August episodes of this past year, you can even go last past, year. You can go last year. Yeah, why not? The NHL reigns, like I said, the, we talk about current, but the, NBC. The, the, the news, the news stuff will not be, you know, as relevant, but the, the topics will be, you know, and NBC, Batman fighting. Then again, that argument for 15 years. No, that's what I'm saying. That was the one. Yeah. We had five, but, uh, we had five weeks this year. This was awful. Yeah, because we started right at the beginning and we're right at the end. But on that note, thank you so much for listening. We will see uh, you guys next. Goodbye!